You're listening to the Castworks Industries Comedy Podcast Network. Oh, yeah. Warning. The Federal Communications Commission has determined the following content to be emotionally harmful. Young children should not view this content under any circumstances, even if supervised by a parent or guardian. I'm back, and I'm ready to put my foot inside someone's ass! That's how it's done. Hi, this is Bex from Garris Random Ramblings. You're listening to The Robin Slim Show. Listener discretion is advised. In this corner, the devastating duo of mayhem, carnage, and absolute destruction, Rob and Slim! You're listening to The Rob and Slim Show with Rob. I do not date plain Jane assistants. Slim. No one loves you like I do. And sometimes the Lamborghini. I love Lady Boys. Internet Radio's finest. the last election El President Trump he says now go back put everything I have into a big knapsack and go goodbye stop me jamba juice on the way drop my kids off inside the cage I went to the border and I told the police I'm going bye they say what's your name is it Julian I said my name is Tito I'm American they said take your lawnmower and get out this country go please Juan, why did you escape over the border? Running from the police in the lawnmower. Watching a telenovela and a few shows. Oh yeah, why aren't you a little bit more normal? Buying a new cell phone at the mall. Listening to heavy metal with some dojo. Deportito. Why you always coming here to sell burritos? Blowing leaves, making noise on the street. Selling flowers on the side of Highway 3. Deportito. You always come to LA without permito. Fly over the fence with all umbrella rito. Swimming here with water wings on your feet. Oh, why you always come to America with no visa? Come to America from Cabo to find yourself a jabo. Your English is no hablo, and all you wear is anclo. Everyone you meet is thinking that you have a bam bam, but you are the kind of brown guy that park on the land land. When they come arrest and separate you from your challenge, then they go, amigo, make you do me a solid. I guess if you get my brand new Toro Morestari, maybe you could take it for me back to Target. 
I need couple things go Buy me a new spring hose Apples and a dingo Make a piece of my kizos Then stop at my creep cause I have a problem with bugs If you could exterminate them all I'll pay you six bucks My cinco es rico Patch it for me rico Cover it with bando Paint the color negro Then bake me a pizza Put away my pizza Help me post a video He made up on a TikTok Con a Deportito Sitting on the porch in front of your casito Selling brick swag to the dumbass gringo Measuring weed in meters and litros Deportito Soon you're gonna only eat stale Dorito No more good flaming hot amerechito Now you're gonna know the true cost of fritos All you ever did was clean the swimming pool with Clorino The government came with handcuffs They said you're coming with me barito We only just trying to stop the spread of measles We thought we better lock you up after you sneeze Better pray to die and save your baby Jesus Bailamos, bajita gordito Vela grande pito Por 95 Cazueta big gringo Get it with pifo Carne a dacito Let me get a piece bro No man, I don't think so T-Belly's awesome It's the best place for Mexican food But people working there are not from Mexico I'm pretty sure it's all black Deportito. Okay. In this corner, he's known as the Slamborghini. That's right, he breaks walls at 198 pounds. Give it up for our intern on the Robin Slim Show. This is Summer Smith, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. Booyah, boona. Hey guys, this is RJ Mitty, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show. This is Carrie Frylock Means, and you're listening to the Robin Slim Show, fools. This is Gregory James Cohan, also known as the Velocipaster, and you are listening to the Rob and Slim Show. We have participated in sinful, illicit activities. All right, then, let's loot this corpse. Showtime, a holes. Showtime, fuckers. How was Christmas break? It was, uh, it was good, nice man. Show. Nice. I just. How relaxed. nice? How nice was it? Pretty nice. I just relaxed a lot. That's know? that's not, it. That's yeah, boring. That's not nice. I was doing a fucking show. I, mean, I, I got lost. <laughs> I, I got drunk and I lost my fucking debit card and it was like crazy. Uh, yeah, that's what did I got. You have to that's sell it. a kidney or anything? No, no. Sucks. I ended up getting back. All right. Did you get lost? What's that? Where'd you get lost? No, I didn't get lost. I just oh, made that up. Oh, no, okay. no, I, I, no, but I lost my debit card. I just like drank a lot at just a show. And I, dropped I, it? Yeah, you know what I, What happened? Flung it at a hobo? Get away from me, uh, Probably, hobo. but Take what this. had happened is at one point I opened up my wallet to get a drink and I noticed that my debit card was kind of just floating, like it wasn't in any pocket. And I was That's like, the worst oh. when shit like that happens because like, I did that with my cell phone like a few months ago. Like I just getting in the car out here, uh, it fell out oh. like on nine and I told you when I got home and you went out there. Yeah, it was there. And it it was just there, falls yeah. out. You fucking... Yeah. Don't fucking know. Well, this one I should have known because like I opened it and I saw that it was floating there and not in any like sleeve or anything. And my dumb mind goes, "Oh, I should fix that because if I don't, I'm gonna lose it after a couple more drinks." And then I just closed my wallet. I do the same it, like, shit sometimes, though. Even like not even drunk, like you just do dumb shit like that. 
worse. And then, yeah, I woke up the next morning and it was gone. I was like, cool. It's like, oh, yeah, I should fix that. And then you don't. You like, just don't. Fuck? <laughs> fucking worst. But it was a great show. I saw Clutch. Okay. And they played an entire album. They played on my favorite album, Blast Tyrant. And it was just that's a fucking a amazing. Album. That's cool. It was an amazing show. But that's that was, cool. that's really all I did. Yeah, I did so. a bunch. I fucking saw Star Wars. Did you see that, Slambo? Yeah, I fucking did Fucking loved it. it. What did you I, think? I liked it, man. So many people are like fucking they, butthurt and have problems with it. I, I'm like, how can you I, have a problem? I, fucking I, uh, Death Star? Dude. It, I'm like, my jaws dropped. And you was like, Daddy, that's a Death Star. And I couldn't even process it yet. And I'm like, yeah, dude, that's a Death Star. Like, that fucking shit was amazing. Luke sucking X-Wing. Yeah, fucking man, amazing. Cool. Just Lando in it. Like, dude, you Lando fuck, was so awesome, Fucking too. go wrong with fucking Lando. Like, it was all good. It was like, it's just the same story over and oh, over man. again. But there was enough. There was definitely enough. They heard the her twist being yeah, Emperor's dude. granddaughter. Yeah, it was like man, fucking, was like, insane, enough. Dude. And I went from totally fucking hating Kylo to loving him. Yeah, and, dude. And then being sad when he was done. So. He, he was a fucking badass he, in that movie. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. Once he, like, went good. Like, you always kind of hope for him because he yeah. was never totally bad. But, yeah, once mm. he did go totally good. And it was awesome when she was running in. Yeah, and who man. was she running at? The Emperor? When he heard all the Sith and she, yeah. she heard all the Jedi. Yeah, I was dude. trying to fucking, like, hear, like, all of them. And it was so much at once. Was, uh, was uh, Mace Windu one of them? Because they were all talking to her, all the other Jedis. I don't know, and I, man. I didn't think. Oh, yeah, he, dude. I, yeah. He was? Yeah, you definitely heard one. Yoda's was cool. Yoda's was cool to hear. And like, I couldn't awesome. make a lot of them out because it was so much at once, but it was, it was an amazing fucking movie. Amazing movie. Dude, it was good. And it, then at the end, when she went back to the fucking dirt water farm or whatever, where the fuck you grew yeah. up. And then, like, just the fact that Leia had a fucking lightsaber and then she, like, buried them and they became her lightsaber, dude, which is, like, and, gold and shit. Yeah, her own lightsaber awesome. came out. Yeah, that's yeah, so cool. Yeah, she, like, buried them in the sand outside of his original, like, shanty hut, like, where he was a kid at, yeah. like, Luke. Like, it was cool. It was cool. It was, it was cool. great. It was a great, great way to end the, the yeah. saga. And I was still even sad, like, you know, Carrie Fisher dead, but just Leia dying in the movie. That was yeah. sad as fuck. And just the fact that, like, she did it. What did she do? It like to uh, I forget how she died, but she, she like connected with him it with was, the son. Yeah, she tried to reach out to her uh-huh, son. Uh huh. Uh huh. And that's why she died. But this, it was also said too. And like uh, when uh, they ran into uh, Lando the first time, and yeah, he's man. like, "Give your mom my love." And or give Leia my love and, and somebody was it her said why don't you do it yourself and he went there yeah, to fucking dude. pay her a visit and she had just died like yeah like, fuck even thinking that Chewie was dead for that minute dude, was like man, fucked up Chewie was like, badass like, Chewie was amazing fucking <laughs> <laughs> like, always a boss the end I don't know too like I thought um cause like from what I had read before the movie came out, even before it was in theaters, like people saying something about uh, C three PO making yeah. him sad. So I thought I was prepared for him to die. So like, yeah. him not dying was cool to me, dude. I, I like the fact they gave him more more screen time in this too. He was like, awesome with that yeah. fucking like not able to uh, yeah, uh, decipher he could, he or translate speak Sith or the something? Sith. Yeah. So they went to that like that ghetto dude to like <laughs> hack him and shit. <laughs> and and then he like and then he forgot like every like it was like he just like was created like he didn't know anybody and it was fucking great. It was great. And I think R2, like, fixed his memory. Yeah, dude. Shit. Like, that was, it was a great movie. Great movie. I don't know who the fuck has a problem with it. You're you're all cunts. I told all my friends at work that were like that. Like, I'm like, you're a fucking asshole. Yeah, that movie was great. There's dude, nothing to fucking hate so about So much it. better than The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah, that so too. So much better. That too. And which, I was telling Slim earlier because he didn't see that. I didn't hate it, but it also wasn't great. I just felt like it needed to be edited better. Yeah. Like, yeah. it wasn't bad, but it wasn't amazing. Yeah, there were like, some things that just... Oh, Jerry Well, it was on. like a different director, right? That kind of yeah. just, like, mm-hmm. wanted to change everything that J.J. Abrams yeah, plan. yeah. Just... but then they were bitching they wanted JJ back and then they were bitching he was back so I don't know what the fuck <laughs> yeah, they want like uh, nice. Justin Stagg had tweeted like yeah Star Wars is the only uh, movie that the fans hate like <laughs> 
<laughs> if you're a real fan, you fucking hate that shit. Yeah. And you also have done, like, fucking, like, uh, all this other shit. Like, it was great. It was great. But uh, the last Watchmen, and I watched uh, only the one. I was going to watch a couple, but then I'm like, there's so much in this fucking episode. I cannot. I cannot. So I'm still, like, got two or three left. But it was, uh, what the fuck was it called? Oh, my God. It was, like, same thing, like, with the week before how I had a ton of notes. Like, uh, an almost religious awe. It started with a documentary on Dr. Manhattan, which is awesome. Just showing him how, like, winning the fucking uh, Vietnam War and all that bullshit. And uh, then it... Uh, then it goes to, like, a little girl, a little black girl on the street, and uh, it was Sister Night as a kid. She was starting to have her own fucking memories come back. <laughs> so uh, she's in, like, a store. And she, like, that was playing in the store, and then she's trying to rent a video. I guess there was this, like, black exploitation video called Sister Night. Uh, she was, like, a crime fighter and shit. It was, like, way before. So that's, I guess, what she based her character on. And she rents it, and the guy at the store is like, your parents aren't going to let you watch this. And she's like, I'm going to try. So it was, like, her going to her parents and, like, them talking shit about, like, you're not allowed to watch this till you get older type of shit. Mm-hmm. And you can't trust anyone who wears a mask and shit. And then, like, uh, I think it was, uh, it, it kept showing, like, flashbacks to, like, the KKK with, like, Hooded Justice. But then uh, it goes to where, like, she's still at the street festival. It's, like, a huge street festival for Dr. Manhattan. Because I guess in this version of the world, like, Vietnam is a state. And they all fucking, like, love Dr. Manhattan. <laughs> they all like worship him so uh this one dude this one vietnamese dude like i don't know him and his buddies like uh they give each other a look and then he like just runs in runs into the crowd and, like suicide bombs like commits to and uh kills a whole bunch of people which were her parents were involved in it mm. so then uh then i think it switched to like her coming out of the memory and lady true oh, yeah. uh sitting there telling her how she's saving her life she's uh she's got a big cord hooked up to her which is supposedly the other end goes to her grandfather uh, and she's separating the memories. So she's having her own vivid memories also while getting rid of his. And, uh, and that that's going to take a while, uh, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh, trying to think, uh, what the fuck? Oh yeah. Then the husband tries to visit her and they tell him he can't go in. Cause I guess this is like, you know, it's a really tough stage or some shit. So, but he, he starts like freaking out and he starts asking for Miss Jupiter, but then it cuts to her listening to a tape of when, Sister Knight was tripping out on that fucking uh, nostalgia pill. Okay. And, like, she's so she's going back and she's listening to this shit. And then she gets a call from her partner, who is at fucking, uh, uh, what's his name? The, the fucking uh, Looking Glass. He's at his house. And he found, like, all those fucking cavalry members that went there to kill him at the end of that one episode. They're all dead. And so he's telling her about that. And, uh... As they're whatever, she's getting off the phone with him. This fucking bitch on a horse fucking rides up to her car. And it's the, um, it's the ward, uh, the chief of police, the dead one. It's his widow. Oh, okay. So, uh, I guess she was there, like, waiting on her. And then, uh, that's where I got the clip. I got, I do have a clip from the episode because she goes to her house and starts, like, uh, because she's piecing everything together. She's, like, you know, uh, figuring out all the, the uh, cavalry shit and how uh, all the police were secretly racist and shit, so she confronts her on it. And I was going to fucking, like, uh, talk about this, but it's just so much, and uh, it's better in the clip. Better in the clip. This is her confronting the fucking widow of the chief. Yeah, it's her riding up on the horse. Agent Blake? Mrs. Crawford? That's Miss Jupiter, Agent Howdy. Blake. May I get you some tea? Oh, thanks. No, I'm fine. You sure? Hey, please, have a seat. I can make some coffee. Mrs. Crawford, I know who killed your husband. What? His name is Will Reeves. He was a policeman in New York. 
back in the 1940s. And he has history here in Tulsa. He's Angela Abar's grandfather. That's just a night. I don't understand. Angela has said she doesn't have any family. Well, we all have family, Mrs. Crawford. Some of them we just don't talk about. Well, why would this man want to kill Judd? Well, this is the part that gets weird. Angela OD'd on her grandpa's nostalgia. And while she was under, she talked a lot. It's as if she was channeling the old man, reliving his life. I've got it all on tape if you want to listen. Like I said, weird. It turns out that Will Reeves was hooded justice. The very first masked vigilante. And he was black. I mean, this is a guy who inspired two generations of heroes, my folks and myself included. But he had to hide who he was. Because white men in masks are heroes. But black men in masks are scary. Thank God times have changed. Yeah, thank God. But the point is, when she was walking a mile in Grandpa's memories, Angela kept saying one word over and over and over. Cyclops. Am I supposed to know what that is? Back in the day, it was a racist cult hot for uh, mind control. Reeves whoa, made it his life's whoa, whoa. mind control? Yes, I, I know, I know. Now, this may come as a bit of a shock, but I think that Reeves believed your husband was a part of this whole Cyclops thing. And that's why he killed him. And what do you believe? Well, I, I wouldn't be doing my job if I didn't at least entertain the idea that the chief of police of Tulsa wasn't a secret white supremacist. Which has to make you wonder about his friends, like Joaquin. What if the 7th Cavalry is just Cyclops by another name? And what if Senator Joe used them to kill a bunch of police so that he could put all the cops in masks? And pretty soon, no one can tell the good guys from the bad guys because everybody's covering their fucking faces and pledging loyalty to their newly elected leader, President Joe. Well, that was the original idea. But something extraordinary happened. <laughs> Suddenly, President seemed a bit small potatoes. What? I'm sorry. Was I not supposed to confess yet? You've just been going on and on and on. <laughs> <laughs> Did she hold a gun to her? Button. Oh, button. <laughs> That's a trapdoor, like to drop Shit. the chair she's in down to like the cellar. And then that's when I'm like, yeah, that's that scene ends. She just like it ends with her dropping into the fucking like bottom floors of the house through the, this like trap door. The chief of police, uh, his wife, I guess, that was the one that the trap door. That hit it, yeah, yeah, and it wasn't working at first, so she keeps hitting the button and then finally <laughs> it, it falls through. And then it cuts to like Adrian Veidt's trial, which was just batshit crazy. It was like him, uh, it was the game warden was the judge. 
in, in his big game warden uniform. Everyone in the courtroom was one of those clones, either the maid or the butler clones. <laughs> and uh, they're all just talking shit about him, about how horrible he is for killing all the people he's killed and blah, blah, blah. And the sonic boom that killed all the innocent people. Uh, and now he's just killing them just to escape where he is. And the game warden asks him to speak in his defense. And he stands up, clears his throat, and just farts. And it's like the longest, most guttural fart. It's like everything in him comes out. It's like, oh, my God. And then he just goes, the defense rests and sits back down. It's fucking batshit already. It's just bananas. So then... uh uh, the the other bitch, the the one cl- like maid clone, that's the uh, prosecutor. She's the same thing. She, like after she said all that horrible shit, and then she just winks and smiles at him, which is even crazier. <laughs> and then uh, and then the, the game warden judge, he's like, I can't, I can't pass judgment right now because these aren't your peers. These are all clones. They're lesser than you. I'm gonna bring your peers in right now, and then brings in like twenty pigs. Twenty pigs just running the courtroom, just squealing and shit. <laughs> and he goes, They've spoken. I sentence you to death. And then that's just the end of that scene, so I can't wait to see what happens next with that. And then it goes just goes back to Lady True and blah, blah, blah. What else? Uh, uh, Miss Jupiter, um, when the senator, when she wakes up, uh, the senator is confronting her and telling her that... Uh, that uh, uh, she's tired and, and she needs to give up and she needs to give it all up, all that fucking whatever she's trying to take down and uh, tells her they're not racist. They're just trying to balance the scale because white men are, are uh, oppressed. And uh, and uh, what what'd she say? Uh, what do he say? Uh, she's going to turn them all into... Oh, yeah, well, that's what it is. He tells them like what they're doing with the fucking portals and shit. They're trying to turn them all into fucking Dr. Manhattans. He's trying to get them all to get that fucking power somehow. So that's what they're doing with all the portals and shit. And, and it tells her if she don't back down, then uh, that's going to happen. And, and they're going to fucking destroy uh, and take over. And then it goes back to Sister Knight. Uh, she's getting out of the bed. She pulls herself out of the bed. She follows that cord, trying to find her grandfather. And in the other room, it's just hooked up to a fucking elephant. I don't even know what the fuck that is. It's like <laughs> a elephant? sleeping elephant. I fucking have no clue. But she rips the cord out. And then there's a flashback again. And it's her grandmother coming to see her after she like had lived in an orphanage. She lived in an orphanage uh, after her parents died. And then the cops came to see her one day. And we're like, we think we got the guy. If you can identify that that was a suicide bomber. And she's like, yeah. And she goes outside. And the cops have him. And she goes, yeah, that's him. And they go to take him down an alley to kill him. And she goes, can I watch? So then there was that, and then it comes, so then there's a scene, uh, her grandmother coming to the fucking, um, to the orphanage she's in, and she's like, you know, uh, t- telling her uh, everything, and she's like, daddy said he didn't have a mom, or something like that, he, and she's talking about a falling out they had had, and so, like, he had stopped, um, stopped communicating with her, but when she found out that this is what happened, she came and she was going to adopt her. And so then they're eating breakfast and they're connecting and blah, blah, blah. And then they go to leave and get in a fucking cab to go to the airport to fly back to the States. And she drops dead. It's like, what the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? So, yeah, there was that. And then, so then she comes out of that and Lady True's there again. And she's telling her how she's, like, really trying to save the world. Oh, wait, I think before that, she, she like, made her way to this room. And she's figuring out, like, there's a big fucking, like, globe or some shit. And she's figuring out that all the calls people are making to Dr. Manhattan are going here. Uh. So they're going to Lady True shit. and So he's not getting any of these fucking calls. (laughs) So then Lady True walks in and tells her how she's trying to save the world. And and you do, like, realize at this point she kind of is. And uh, she said, uh, yeah, Dr. Manhattan's not on fucking Mars. He's on uh, this world. He's on Earth, and he's, uh, he's hiding out. And so, at that point, Lady True, uh, Sister Knight fucking, like, realizes, like, she, she gotta get the fuck out of there. And Lady True's like, you're not even gonna ask who she is? Who, who uh, Dr. Manhattan is? 
And so she goes home and fucking Calvary's staking out her house and getting ready to fucking attack. She runs in and she talks to her husband telling him about uh, she loves him and, and he's her best friend. And he's got this side story where he had amnesia from an accident. <laughs> and she goes, I'm sorry, that's not that's not true. And this is the, uh, the reset. And she's holding a hammer. <laughs> and she's like, I just want you to know I love you. And she fucking smashes the fucking temple in with these caves in with the fucking hammer. And he starts glowing blue. <laughs> and she starts talking about how he wanted to just forget his past and wanted to live a normal life. So it is Dr. Manhattan. Her husband is Dr. fucking So he's Manhattan. been in this series so, from the oh, beginning yeah. like, yes. as a regular guy. Holy yeah. Shit. So it's fucking mind-blowing. That whole episode. Cool. Like I said, I was going to watch another one, but I'm like, after that, there's no way I can talk that, about anything that's else. That's like the same kind of twists <sighs> and turns that were in the, the original. That's what I was thinking when he was yeah. explaining it. Same thing, with, same thing with this person. Same like uh, person that's trying to save the world but doing terrible things to yeah. do it. Like it's still like kind of... You realize, yeah, yeah, she's fucking. She does have like the best because she's trying to take the fucking cavalry down. That's her fucking thing, and right. she's and she wants Manhattan to fucking take them down. So yeah, it's like, oh yeah, she is in the best interest of fucking humanity. Like, oh, so it's everything. <laughs> the show's so good, so fucking good, man. I, yeah, I definitely fucking recommend it. And Ricky Gervais's monologue at the Golden Globes. Holy shit. Did you watch it? No, he I didn't. He just don't no. give a fuck. Like, if you want to play it, it's eight minutes. But if you want to play group. a few minutes, yeah, I think I, I think I threw it in there earlier today. Right. And not a biggest set of balls on it. anybody because he's done with the Golden Globes. Right here. And, uh, yeah, Dude. it should be the YouTube link. Yeah, it is. It is. Dude, he fucking just shreds, shreds he's up. Tight, don't you think? Uh, like crazy. all Hollywood, everybody calling him like pedophiles, calling him racist and shit. That's amazing. Oh my god! Like the whole fucking monologue this. is just is it's amazing. I it's, do love Ricky Gervais. Oh my yeah. god, Dude, I do. Always, He's always been like a voice of reason. Because I, I saw people talking about him, like saying he committed suicide, like uh, career suicide, and people were like, "No, he didn't." Mm. And no, he's he's a big, he's gonna be all right. He's gonna be all right. Seventy-seventh annual Golden Globe Awards, live from the Beverly Hilton Hotel here in Los Angeles. You just hear his voice. Gervais. He gives Thank no you. shits. Um, You'll you'll be pleased to know this is the last too. time I'm hosting these awards. So <laughs> I don't care anymore. Um, I'm joking. I never did. Um, <laughs> He's got a beer. NBC, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't care either. Fifth time. So like I mean, Kevin Englishman. Hart was fired from the Oscars because of some offensive tweets. Hello. <laughs> Lucky for me, the Hollywood foreign press can barely speak English, and. <laughs> They've no idea what Twitter is, so I got offered this gig by fax. So let's go out with a bang. Let's have a laugh at your expense, shall we? Remember, they're just jokes. We're all going to die soon, and there's no sequel. So, yeah, remember that. Um, you all look lovely, all doled up. You came here in your limos. I came here in a limo tonight, and the license plate was made by Felicity Huffman. So, no, shush. It's your daughter I feel sorry for, okay? That must be the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to her. And her dad was in Wild Hogs. So, lots of big celebrities here tonight. I mean, legends, icons, yeah? Look, at this table alone, uh, Al Pacino, Robert De Niro. But... <laughs> 
Scorsese. Baby right Yoda. Uh, oh, no, that's, that's Joe Pesci. Sorry. <laughs> I love you, man. Don't have me whacked. Um, but tonight isn't just about the people in front of the camera. In this room are some of the most important oh. TV and film executives in the world. People from every background, but they all have one thing in common. They're all terrified of Ronan Farrow. He's coming for you. He's coming for you. Look, so talking dark. of all you perverts, it was a big year. It was a big year for paedophile movies. Um, surviving R. Kelly, Leaving Neverland, Two Popes. Many talented people of colour were snubbed in major categories. Um, unfortunately, there's nothing we can do about that. The Hollywood foreign press are all very, very racist. So, wow. Hags is like this. We were going to do an in memoriam this year, but when I saw the list of people that had died, it wasn't diverse enough. It just, no. <laughs> it was mostly white people. And I thought, nah, not on my watch. <laughs> Maybe next year. Let's, Maybe next let's year. see what happens. <laughs> no one cares about movies anymore. No one goes to the cinema. Dude, no one really on... watches network TV. Everyone's watching Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. This show should just be me coming out going, well done, Netflix, you win. <laughs> no, no, we've got to drag it out for three hours. You could binge watch the entire first season of Afterlife Dude, instead of watching this show. That, that's a show about a man who wants to kill himself because his wife dies of cancer. And it's still more fun than this. <laughs> Spoiler alert, um, season two is on the way. So in the end, he obviously didn't kill himself. Just like Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Shut up. I know he's your friend, but I don't care. Right. But seriously, Dude. most films are awful. Lazy. Remakes. Sequels. I've heard a rumour that there might be a sequel to Sophie's Choice. I mean, <laughs> that'd just be Meryl Streep going, well, it's got to be this one then. All the best actors have jumped to Netflix and HBO, you know. And the actors who just do Hollywood movies now do fantasy adventure nonsense. They wear masks and capes and really tight costumes. Their job isn't acting anymore. It's going to the gym twice a day and taking steroids, really. That's have we got, right. have we got an award for most ripped junkie? No. Most ripped junkie. No point. We know he'd win that. Um, <laughs> Martin Scorsese, the greatest living director, made the news for his controversial comments about the Marvel franchise. Yeah. He said they're not real cinema and uh, they remind him of theme parks. I agree. Although I don't know what he's doing hanging around theme parks. He's not big enough to go on the rides. <laughs> tiny. He's <laughs> like, yeah. You got a good point right. there. Look at the mirror. <laughs> no. was amazing. It was amazing. Um, look. It was. My fact, my, it was great. Uh, long, but amazing. Um, it wasn't the only epic movie. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, nearly three hours long. Leonardo DiCaprio attended the premiere, and by the end, his date was too old for him. So, <laughs> He's like, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> Even Prince Andrew's like, come on, Leo, mate, you know. <laughs> You're nearly 50, son. <laughs> the world got to see James Corden as a fat pussy. 
<laughs> it was also in the movie Cats, but oh, this is great. No one great. saw that. Um, <laughs> and the reviews, oh, shocking. I saw one that said this is the worst thing to happen to cats since dogs. <laughs> <laughs> But Dame Judi Dench defended the film, saying it was the role she was born to play, because she... I can't do this next joke. <laughs> because she loves nothing better than plonking herself down on the carpet, lifting her leg and licking her... <laughs> licking her own pussy. <laughs> this is just amazing. She's old school. Um, <laughs> It's the last time. Okay. Oh, wow. he just oh. fucking dude. All the props in the world. Still going? Into the, the TV yeah. game right with a morning show. A superb drama. Yeah. I was going to say, like, cut her off, but you can't because it's all a amazing. A superb drama about the importance of dignity and doing the right thing made by a company that runs sweatshops in China. So, <laughs> well, you say you're woke, but the companies you work for, I mean, unbelievable. Apple, Amazon, Disney. If ISIS started a streaming service, you'd call your agent, <laughs> wouldn't you? So, if you do win an award tonight, don't use it as a, a platform to make a political speech, right? You're in no position to lecture the public about anything. You know nothing about the real world. Most of you spent less time in school than Greta Thunberg. So, if you win, right? <laughs> Come up, accept your little award, thank your agent and your god, and... I don't know what it's doing. Yeah. It's already three hours long. <laughs> right, let's do the first award. The first award... <laughs> the first award is for best actor in a television series, musical or comedy. To present the award are a couple of actors off the telly. What can I say? <laughs> Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. That's it. He just did give no wow, fucks. Dude, dude, what a savage. It. Right, right. That was amazing. There's nobody that's got a bigger fucking set of balls. Um, and man. just and showing everybody in the audience, too, where they were like, holy yeah, fuck. Yeah, dude. Like, I just had pearl clutching. Like, <laughs> oh, what's going on right here? I was surprised they fucking put that clip up or didn't fucking, like, get him with a fucking hook right off the stage. Like, <laughs> fuck. Uh, that's not bad enough. Don't you just hate the process of buying condoms, Slambo? Yay! The awkwardness of judging looks an even worse running out at the worst time. Nothing screams, hey, everybody, look at me. I'm planning to get laid. Or having the old lady stare you down like you're about to commit a crime. Right, Slambo? Ah, uh, yeah. I guess. What the fuck was that? <laughs> well, when you buy your condoms at the grocery store, that's what you get, asshole. The fact is, buying condoms should not be that hard. You should be hard. Not that. The whole reason you buy I them is to protect yourself and your partner. Who's your partner? Can you can you out them right now? I've had many. All right. Who hasn't? At Mount Mojo, we have the fun way to buy your condoms to protect all those partners of yours, you slob. Uh, premium Mount Mojo condom subscriptions let you tailor discreet a package that fits your lifestyle. Uh, you can uh, get a monthly or one-time subscription package in 6, 12, or 24 packs live straight to your house or your little shit shack little shed in the backyard Slambo, right? Yeah! Monthly subscriptions get free shipping never deal with the awkward feeling again they also have cool fun apparel like uh, t-shirts kick-ass boxer shorts and mojama pants Woo! Fucking take those off and, and fucking spin them while you do that next time. Uh, they all come with that shit. And each come with a condom and a con uh, custom condom case. Check them out today at mtmojo.com. Use promo code RSMOJO to get 10% off apparel and swag today. Get your mojo on. 
and they now they're donating fifty percent of all sales, Slambo, to healthcare's and uh, healthcare centers and fucking universities in the form of condoms. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, that's some good shit, baby. Fuck yeah, it is. I'm going to break. This, this, this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter. Uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob's the old one. <laughs> it's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. Yeah. We, we all met when me and Slambo were in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. He had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. said three. Three puppies, but my dick was inside. Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs. For a little inspiration, plus a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well, I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you, who felt lonely or, you know, and need of something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night, or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on RyderDoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. (laughs) Hey, I'm Jack. And I'm Christina. And we're the hosts of the Just Conversation podcast. A show where we critically think and discuss all sorts of exciting topics. From the big pressing issues like artificial intelligence, space exploration, and government takeovers. To the small ones like pollution in Pokemon, time traveling cat people, and the portal we found in my backyard. And we misinform all the time. Yeah, it's great. We're uncensored, politically incorrect, and childish. Catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and all your podcasting apps. And remember to take nothing personal. It's just conversation. Fuck yeah, we got the Drizz sings the hits. Y'all what up? Y'all happy Happy New Year. It's your birthday too, Drizz. Uh, Facebook said it. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, it's the day I was born. What would you do to celebrate, you fucking piece of shit? 
Yeah, I made a song about my birthday. Are you going to sing it good. now or later? Now do it later. I'll save it. I couldn't tell. I couldn't tell for sure. But uh, we're ready for this shit. And now it's time for Driz Sings the Hits. Memories. My room five. Here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here. But you're not. Because the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Toast to the ones here today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way. Because the drinks bring back all the memories. And the memories bring back memories. Bring back you. There's a time that I remember when I did not know no pain. When I believe in forever and everything would stay the same. Now, my heart feel like December when somebody say your name. Because I can't reach out to call you. But I know I will one day. Everybody hurts sometimes. Everybody hurts someday. Aye, aye. But everything gonna be alright. Go and raise a glass and say... Hey, here's to the ones that we got. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Because the drinks bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Toast to the ones here today. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way. Because the drinks bring back all the memories. And the memories bring back. Memories bring back you. Do, do. Do 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 Memories bring back Memories bring back you There's a time that I remember when I never felt so lost when I felt all the hatred was too powerful to stop. Oh, yeah. Now my heart feel like an ember and is lighting up the dark. I'll carry these short torches for you that you know I'll never drop. Yeah. Everybody hurts sometimes. Everybody hurts someday. Aye, aye. But everything gonna be all right. Go and rise a glass and say aye. Here's to the ones that we got, oh, oh. Cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not. Cut the drinks, bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. No, no. Toast to the ones here today. Aye. Toast to the ones that we lost on the way. Because the drinks bring back all the memories. Aye. And the memories bring back. Memories bring back you. Doo-doo. Doo-doo. Do 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 Memories bring back memories bring back you do 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 
Do do do do do do do do do do do do oh yeah memories bring back memories bring back you yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Now, now, <clears throat> memories bring back, memories bring back you. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> I was laughing I when I just copied it. the lyrics. Yeah. I was like, "This is gonna be." So oh my god! <laughs> that was why Samita I heard you, and then you made it harder for me not to laugh because I just hear Slambo fucking dying over there. I'm not to look at Rob because, like, it's like I, I hear him going doo doo, and then I see him. Die. <laughs> Once I saw the lyrics, I was like, "Oh yeah, this is because I had a few songs." I'm like, "Oh no, this is the one." Oh, Holy fuck. I, I, do, do, and yeah. Like, I was like, oh, this is the perfect song. <laughs> Adam Levine is the Drizz. Fuck. That's right. Maroon 5 is, is, is your band. Yeah. Oh, fuck. I got to blow my nose. Fuck, I was hoping nobody would ever figure it out. <laughs> You're really Adam Levine? Fuck. Well, I, I'm not going to confess to anything right now. now. He stinks. Yeah. Oh, my fuck. Clear out all my sinuses for the too many ribs. You got too many ribs? Yeah, I do. Oh. You got Slim Kugel Blitzkrieg Bop. Too many ribs, time rapist. Kugel Blitzkrieg Bop. Make sure my volume's up. That's a good one. All right. Clear them all out. Clear the pipes, baby. Here we go. After Phantom Bona showed off his cummy asshole and fresh ash cheek stab wounds from the creepy mall Santa, the rest of the crew laughed at him hysterically. And Greaser even beat the shit out of him. Phantom Bona didn't care though and screamed the whole time about Santa being real like the dumb piece of shit that he is. When everything finally calmed down, they hit the time circuits and arrived in a small village outside Munich, Germany in the year 1942. Oh well, I guess we all know where this is going. After not heeding Doc's advice and attempting to travel back in time before they blew up the earth to save it, Rape Force is now stuck jumping from year to year in hopes of finding the parts they need to fix their faulty particle accelerator and Kugelblitz. It's a race against time. No, it's a rape against time. They're time rapists. Too Many Rapes is filmed in front of a live studio audience. Uh, Fembot, where the fuck are we, baby? Captain, we're in a little shitty town on the outskirts of Munich, Germany. 
in the year 1942. There's not much in this shithole, except that it's the home to a young Hans Rapenstein. I guess we're finally going to see that old rapist Hitler youth as a young rapist Hitler youth. <laughs> Ugh, fuck, sexy. I was hoping we weren't gonna have to see him again until the rape bot war. <laughs> Captain, we all hate that old crap piece of shit, but we already have the particle accelerator we needed from the, the U in the future, and this is our best chance of getting another uh, Kugelblitz. Wow. The creepy male nurse with the speech impediment is actually making some sense. Wanna go pay him a visit, Daddy? I can never say no to you, sexy. Aye, aye, baby. Frankie and the Fembot set out with the rest of the crew and found young Doc Rapes team doing some fucked up experiment in his parents' basement. They broke the window, jumped down inside the basement, startling the fuck out of him. What are you doing here? Can't you see I'm stretching out my sphincter? <laughs> oh, barf. That's not really surprising, though. But why do you still look and sound like you're 80? <laughs> I've aged horribly because of all my childhood trauma and vapings. What the fuck do you want? I'm already grief-stricken with my uncle Adolf went to jail. We need the Kugelblitz from you, you dumb Nazi supporter. Get those tongs out of your butthole right now and make us one. <laughs> when did you get so fucking funny, Daxter? I may have to fucking promote you. Yo, 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 I think you guys are scaring the kid. Maybe I can rape him in a Santa suit and stab his ass so he calms down. Hey, shut the fuck up! I can get these a cougar blitz if you break my Uncle Adolf out of prison. He's supposed to be there for five years. Once mine Heine misses him. Oh, Captain, should we break... If you're King Hitler out of jail, he he bad, bad, bad man. <laughs> you got a good point there, monkey, but seeing as we need this Kegel shit and uh, knowing the allied powers will win, I think we should just roll the fucking dice here and do it, dickhole. <laughs> Aye, aye, Captain. Rape Force headed to Landsberg Prison, broke out Hitler, and returned him to young Doc Rapestein. That, mein sweet uncle. Nothing makes me come like your deformed pee-pee uns mein asshole. <laughs> oh, that's my sweet little nephew. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take a, a whole bunch of opiates and pass out.
for a few days. <laughs> when I wake up, I'm gonna fuck your ass until it bleeds. <laughs> After popping a fistful of opiates, Uncle Adolf passed out on the cold basement floor. Nah! I will construct your heroes on Kugelblitz now, but I can only work while I listen to music. <laughs> yo, yo, yo! Well, you're in luck, you little cunt. Listen to this. Listen, you little Nazi. I know you and I don't have a lot in common. You want to burn all the Jews. I think we should let them live. Yeah. You don't like gay people, but I'm okay with that. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you and I don't agree on. I understand that. But let me tell you something. There is this one thing that we can relate. I, just like you, like my asshole fucked. Yeah, you and I, we both like getting our asshole fucked because it feels so fucking great. I bet when you have a dick in your asshole, it feels better than putting those Jews in the showers. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that feels really good to you. I think that's kind of fucked up and shit. But that dick in your asshole, I bet you it feels a little bit better than that. Yeah, so you and I, no matter how different we are, I speak English, you speak German. I love fucking all races, you only like blondes and blue eyes. But that's okay, cause we both love a big dick in our asses. Yeah. I relate to you, little Nazi. Yeah. After taking the Kugelblitz from the young dock, the crew returned to Rape Force One and installed it. to the Raybot worn out and save the Earth, baby. Captain, even though the Kugelblitz is installed, the ship's computers are going to take a few weeks of upgrading until it's fully functional. So we still have a few more of these period pieces left. Ugh, thank God I didn't want to see that fucking crowd again next week. It's bad enough we have to see Phantom Boner. Uh, that's too, too many rapes. <laughs> uh, Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you eating, Driz? Yo, yo, Frankie. Where did you get this delicious gum? Uh, you're dumb, fucking motherfucking piece of fucking dog shit. Those are condoms, and now I have to order more. Uh, you would know what they were if you weren't such a dumb piece of shit virgin. Yo, yo, yo. Those were more like conned yums. Yeah. Oh, I just threw up in my fucking mouth, you piece of shit. Shut the fuck up. Give me your credit card now. I, I need to order more at mountmojo.com. They have premium subscriptions that let you tailor discreet a package to your lifestyle. You can set up a monthly or one-time subscription pack in 6, 12, or 24 packs. Deliver it straight to your house. Uh, uh, monthly subscriptions get free shipping. Uh, never deal with that awkward feeling again. Like that guy Slambo, we know he's a piece of dog shit more than you. We also have cool apparel and shit, like t-shirts and boxer shorts and shit like that. Uh, they come with a case and all sorts of good shit. Check them out today at mtmojo.com. Use promo code RSMOJO and get 10% off. 
all the shit, motherfucker. Yo, 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 Frankie. The one in your garbage can tastes even better. Ooh. Fuck yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, dude, I almost threw up in my mouth. <laughs> oh, who didn't? I actually got to be honest, no, and you. I'm probably going to sound really dumb for this, but I don't even know what timeshare is. You're getting a timeshare then. <laughs> I'm going to sign you up. Time oh, <laughs> All right. I know a guy. <laughs> Good old timeshare slim over there. <laughs> yeah. What do you want? You want to go to Cabo? I got a place to you in Cabo. 2500 a year. That sounds good. <laughs> sign him up. Hey, it's Ryder, your favorite little phone sex doll. Let's get real for a moment. When was the last time you had a girl down on her knees worshiping your fucking perfect cock? Over on Night Flirt, my friends and I, we take really, really good care of you. We are real girls offering real connections over the phone and through personal messaging. We have it all. Whether you're looking for dirty talk, role plays, or even just a friend to talk to, call me. Don't worry. Your wife, your girlfriend, your friends, they're never going to find out. Nothing will ever show up on your phone bill, so you can be sure your dirty little secrets are safe with me. Sign up for nightflirt.com. And if you hit me up on Twitter at FlirtRiderDoll and let me know that you heard me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes for you to get a hold of the perfect little cocksucker of your dreams. The childhood home. A stroll down memory lane for some. For others, a window into the darkness of the past. Lost Hollow Constable Graham Gordon just walked through the door of his abandoned childhood home for the first time in 20 years. Now, he may never escape. From the mind of horror author Isaac Thorne comes a brand new novel of dark terror. The Gordon Place. <coughs> Family means never having to say you're sorry. Available from IsaacThorne.com and retailers everywhere. Just so you know, this show is about scary stuff. So don't say I didn't warn you guys. And remember, don't be scared. Murderous Miners brings true tales of children who have killed. Premeditated murders. Accidental killings and deaths. From toddlers to 18-year-old killers, no one is too young to take a life. Join me, War Baby, as I try to tell these stories of the young who've killed, the lives they took, and even the ones who've been left behind. Why do children kill? What do we do with young killers? And do they kill again? And until next time, don't be scared.
still okay dick. Ooh. Ooh. That's a real tasty dick. It's the only kind. The <laughs> only <laughs> kind of dick. Is <laughs> so I'm fucking sick of this shit. What uh, what do we got? What do we got? Uh, go down, go down. I want to see all this shit. I want to see all what I got. That's what is that? Go uh, down, go down. I want to go to the bottom. Go start from the bottom. Uh, oh. whis, 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 whis. I like. I don't know what that is, but all right. It's like a cotton man ball. accused and man eighty eight. All right. That's what I want in my fucking life right now. <laughs> Let me just hold on. Okay, very good. Wisconsin driver shoots two kids after they throw snowballs at the car. Cops say, is that the only way to get your point across to us, right? Yeah. Yo, throw snowballs, I'm gonna shoot you. And that's all the story there is. <laughs> Fucking close it. Yeah. Man accused of biting a two-year-old boy's face in Cleveland, Ohio. Y'all have a tasty, tasty face. Yeah, yeah, they don't gotta make them that tasty over here. Y'all yeah, have to wrestle some ketchup all over that face for you. You yeah. gotta go to uh, Cleveland for that tasty fucking toddler. Yeah. Cleveland, Ohio. A Cleveland man is accused of uh, biting a two-year-old boy's face as part of a pattern of abuse. Yeah. So he left a pattern of teeth and abuse, right, kids? That's what I'm saying. Leonard yeah. Hellman is charged with uh, child endangering uh, to a fourth-degree felony. 28-year young man is not in police custody, but a warrant is issued for his arrest. That means he got away, right, Driz? Yeah. He's winning, right, Wavy? Yo, yeah, what the fuck? Get away, the right, fuck right, we here? like Wavy right now. We don't like you. Y'all, yeah, if you come down to Drizzle Bees, I give you tasty kid face hot sauce. It's some good shit. Drizzle it on Cleveland your fucking kid's face. Begin investigating the yeah. abuse December 8th. Uh, relative report. Uh, reported to police that the boy had bruises all over his body during the span of October 31st through October uh, December 10th. Doesn't that tenderize him, right, Tris? Yeah. You gotta bruise him up to make him tastier, right? Yeah, that's it. Tasty I'll face. Yeah. That makes the face the tastiest when the body's covered in bruises, right? If you like something more sweet, I got some honey hot sauce you can pour on that fucking face. Yeah, yeah. bro, he wiped it on his dick. Cleveland yeah, police have not up. released a police report on the internet. Well, you just told me a lot of shit. Isn't that the police report? I don't know. Homeman was convicted in 2010 of aggravated assault of a pregnant woman and domestic violence. So maybe this is the kid. Maybe the maybe he's finishing his job now, right, Tris? That's it. He was like, I was fucking beating you when you were in the womb. Now I'm beating you when you're out of the womb. I'm beating you up, bitch. A broke bone. He broke a bone in the woman's face during the incident. Court reports say he was sentenced to three years in probation. Well, he's fucking it up, right, Tris? He doesn't fucking take probation. He's like, you fucking watch what I do now. You put me on probation. I'm going to do this shit. Biden fucking tasty Do you like face. a little tang to your fucking kid's face? Yeah, I got the sauce for you. Yeah, bro. <laughs> 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 Fuck. <laughs> What? <laughs> it's a pattern. I see a pattern. <laughs> the foxes are doing it too, Driz. Man 88 yeah. bit in the face by a fox. Maybe the old man's face was tasting to a fox, right, Driz? He might have been buying some of my condiments. They suspect yeah. him to be rabid, police said. Maybe he's just a smart old fox. Police said in a, they received a report Friday of the fox approaching two dogs before running off. In the south end of the city, police said about 5 p.m., the fox attacked an 88-year-old young man who uh, ten tried to fend off the, the animal with his cane. <laughs> Yo, fuck, you can't beat that fox with a cane. He's gonna bite you. Yeah, that's a young little fox. 
El the Foxy old man, Fox. the old man fell over, and the fox Dude. bit his fucking face and probably laughed. They don't know what fox laughter sounds like, do they, Driz? Nah, that fucking old man like swung his cane. Cane as Eddie was swinging, and he just collapsed. He fell, and the fucking fox was like face. Yeah. The man grabbed the fox and held it out of passerby. What are you doing, waving a fox at a stranger, <laughs> you old fucking cut? You diarring old bag of shit. Yeah, he was like, help me. They called 911, and officers responded, shot and killed the fox. Well, that's the end of that story right there, right, Tris? Y'all, that's fucked up, though. I think the fox shouldn't have been shot. That old man didn't know how to work his cane. That old man is his fault. That he was so tasty. He had that fucking saggy, like, turkey neck thing hanging out. It was a lot better than that, and it was a little bit of, you know, that fox came to Drizzlebees and got some of my tangy honey hot sauce and fucking poured it on that old man's face. What else are you going to do but bite that shit? That fox had a choice. Yeah. It could have had a toddler with the old man. It went for the old man. Yeah. It did the right thing, right, Driz? That's all I'm saying. Not like that last story. The man was treated for rabies exposure at Mideast Hospital in Brunswick and released that evening for the win, so that's not really a story, right? He's okay. Yeah. He could have had rabies in the face, but he didn't. The fox was brought to the state lab for testing. Results are still pending, so stay on. Uh, we'll let you know. We'll let you know next week. Yeah, I'll tell you the results right now. That fox, that's a badass little fox. Yeah, that's the results. Yeah. Fuck yeah, he is. Fucking badass fox. Fucking love that fox. Yeah. Would you ever get there on a fox for the show, Wavy? Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, bro, on my dick. Yeah. We're doing all you, news that's thing. all you fucking fucking say, Wavy. You're just like, I'm a dick. I'm a dude. I'm a dick. He likes it on his dick. Is that the only fucking word you know? Is that dick up your ass, Driz? That's what I'm saying. That's what I just fucking said. All you know is fucking dick puns. You fucking hack. All you know is cock puns. Yo, I don't. That's the same fucking thing. What do you do? You not fucking dick. You just drizzle all over people. Ah, you just drizzle. You drizzle, bro. You just drizzle bees everywhere. What do you put? That's fucking right. But every fucking thing you say. My idea, you fucking faggot. Are you fucking still your idea, you fucking piece of shit, fucking Bro, fucking surfer, fucking pot over my head. sauces, and then you yeah, sell it right. to people because yeah. you're fucking degenerate. Yeah. Bro. yeah, I don't know, fucking dick joke. No, bro, I have a sack joke. <laughs> Your face, bro. Same fucking thing, you fucking you piece of shit. drizzle all in my fucking sauces. Yeah, I come over here, I'll drizzle all over your sauce. Yeah, I'll put my sauce all over your drizzle, bro. You'll choke on it, bro. On the sauce. <laughs> the sauce is boss. I don't know what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> the best business ever. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity news. Oh, that was amazing. That's a bad day. Have a wavy, I guess. A lot of bites, a lot of dicks. <laughs> definitely mama. Mama. Uh, what else? The, the baby. The. And Gene. He's Gene. an attention whore and a backfire, I feel. Uh, yeah, probably. This is Slim Celebrity Gossip News. Oh, I thought it was some celebrity snack, snack oh, time. Yeah. It's gonna be a snack. Slambo, there's some Fritos behind you. Give me some of anything over there. Throw them all on the table. There you go. What's going on, guys? This is Slim, and I have some celebrity news and gossip for you tonight. Mama June and Gino booted from Georgia Hotel over unpaid 2K bill. Wow. Oh, she looks angry. That's a lot of money, though. Like, what did you do to stay in the fucking hotel for fucking four weeks? Mama June and her boyfriend, Gino, uh, are keeping their nomadic lifestyle alive and well. 
because they just got kicked out of one hotel. Ooh, what's the next one going to be? And are on their way to another. Okay. Is TMZ assuming that they're going to get kicked out of the other hotel? Uh, sources tell TMZ, MJ, Michael Jackson's dead, has been renting a couple different rooms for herself. How many rooms do you need, bitch? Yeah, you gotta have a fucking lot of rooms. You want, like, about five. This way, that the one girl you're fucking in the one room doesn't tell the dude that you're fucking in the other so room. So she's fucking dudes? Yeah, my dudes? That's a couple girls. Uh, MJ has been, uh... Renting a couple of different rooms for herself, Gino and some friends. Gino and some friends at the residence in Gino and friends. Gino and friends <laughs> in Georgia. Uh, since around Thanksgiving time, and recently her tab started running up to the two thousand mark, which went unattended. Why? Like, yeah. Why does she have multiple fucking rooms? I, I'm not understanding. And they're not the story. keeping tabs on anything until I got like oh. two out of hand. We're told on Saturday the staff uh, notified Mama June, or MJ, as some say. They trash the room. Who's apparently been in and out as we've seen her pop up elsewhere in the area. It was time to pay up. But that she refused. Put out. Refused. One or the other. Or either, we're told she couldn't pay it off in full, coming up shy a few hundred bucks. Still, like, it's probably a fucking lot. She probably was like, she's like, oh, I got like. 1900. Why does she look so gross. Um, fucking stupid ugh. in every picture. Why can't Judge see on cable making any yeah. other face? Yeah, she just looks like like your typical like shopper at local retail store. <laughs> Insert name here. Or our sources say Mama June and Co. Right? Like shit that's mark. exactly it. Yeah. She's <laughs> a typical, typical shit fucking mark shit mark shopper. shopper. Our sources oh, say. Oh, in the aisles and end caps everywhere. Kmart, baby. Yeah, that's the Kmart. <laughs> Kmart, bitch. Just fucking wearing a shitty fucking blue hoodie and shitty t shirt under there and didn't just roll out of bed and even fucking shower. Uh, our sources say Mama June and My hairline is stronger than hers. Fuck. Yeah, very Fuck true. Damn. We're told they had to scram and apparently announced they were heading to another joint down the street. So they were like, fuck your I hotel. Know, I'm going to, I'm gonna go run right. another bill. <laughs> Take my yeah. face. I owe you 2 I'm going to owe them three. Uh, we're also told the rooms were a mess, but have since been cleaned. Well, that's what your fucking cleaning staff yeah, does, hopefully, right? Hopefully. Unclear if uh, there was as much damage as there was at the Fairbridge Inn and Suits. Sweets. Where suites where we're told they recently crashed. As, so she's just hotel hopping. That's fucking cool. Uh, leaving a room in ruins after a fight. Ooh. She's just like... Mama June's punching walls. At least and get just, money for the fights. At least put them on pay-per-view, bitch. Yeah. Of course, uh, this is just the latest chapter in Mama June's spiraling story since she first linked up with this guy who her her family really, really wants out of her life. Doesn't look like she's dishing him just yet, though. Damn right. Who the fuck is Mama June, anyway? From that fucking fatty pig fatty show. Whatever that was, the fat yeah, little pig. You were on that show, right? Skeddies and butter. What was it? It was, it was a fucking... <laughs> Skeddies and butter. The yeah, fat kid. Yeah, was a little fat girl and the fat Yeah, girl. what was it called? I don't even remember. 
Was it like uh, Honey Boo Boo? Yes, yes. Oh, no, no, it was from Honey Boo Boo. Yeah, that's the, was that the name of the show? Yeah, no, I know uh, that was a little fat thing. The Honey Boo Boo Chow. <laughs> the baby released from jail. Robbery investigation continues. Is this the baby? That's the baby. Uh, but he's I, adorable. I have to uh, agree with the baby's t- uh, thing in this. What was that noise? Uh, the baby is a free man again of sorts because he's been released from jail. But he's not out of the woods. Uh, the rapper posted 1,500 and bailed out of Miami Dad. Yeah, Miami Dad. Miami Dad County Jail. Uh, late Saturday night. The baby was being held on a warrant out of da- Dallas for organized criminal activity. So that's pretty bad. Uh, specifically, baby. a fight at the Dallas Fort Worth airport. Where a food stamp worker was attacked. All right, I don't know. If this is organized right, maybe crime. Maybe the baby's like just yeah, yeah like a loose I, cannon. I, yeah, I don't say I'm, that's I'm a, not saying part of a ring of right, anything. Right, organized crime would be like, yo, we gotta fuck up this food stand maybe guy, and he ketchup. walks away, and like five people show up. Yeah, here's nah. the weird thing: Dallas cops withdrew withdrew the warrant Ooh. for some reason. But because they're not saying why, because it's bullshit. Um, yeah, it's not real. As we Racist reported, cops. the baby was arrested Thursday after this allegedly beating up a uh, concert promoter who shorted him on his fee. That I agree with. Yeah. He took <laughs> he wanted his money. It was his money. Holy fuck. The baby was owed $30,000 $30, for a performance, but the... Promoter showed up with 20, only twenty k. So that's thirteen thousand. He's just you fucking. You got another yeah. ten coming to you. You, I, I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you. All your yeah. money now. So the baby's crew it. allegedly. Oh, so uh, that's why it's so organized, so organized crime because they uh, oh, passed the on bit. him. Stole eighty dollars. <laughs> was eighty dollars a credit card and an iPhone seven? They were like, "Yo, you owe me ten k. We're gonna take eighty bucks a credit card and your iPhone 7. And they fuck also you. got the joy of beating the fuck out of the man. The so. baby was charged with battery, but not robbery. At least not yet. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I yeah, fuck can't that. Blame the guy though. He, he was fuck 10 that promoter. Ten thousand short. Didn't like, you were talking about comedians that would like always get fucking shorted by venues and shit? Uh, Bob Levy. Said fucking like stole all the merch out of the fucking place, like yeah. all the t-shirts they were selling because they shorted him, and he was like, "Fuck you!" And he <laughs> smashed in there like cases and shit, and just took all all the t-shirts and like shit they were selling because he was like, "Fuck you." Yeah, and I feel like like in that situation, the promoter is a criminal, so he deserves to get his ass kicked because yeah. you're stealing. Yeah. You're ah, stealing from yeah, the yeah. guy that's supporting you. That fucking you made money off of it. Yeah, now you 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 fucking short. Like, ah, what's <sighs> the next story? You got the beat. Uh, no. Gene Simmons, <laughs> don't worry about my ice cold cereal. <laughs> what? Uh, what a cunt. <laughs> don't worry about my ice cold cereal. Worry about dictators. This guy I tweeted a Gene picture Simmons. of himself eating cereal, and it's got to have ice cubes in it. This dummy douchebag, whatever the fuck he is, 
has to eat cereal with ice cubes oh. in it. And I guess people would like beat him up over it. First of all, you tweeted it for the fucking attention, motherfucker. Yeah. Anyone else put ice cubes in their cereal? You tweeted with pictures. Oh, it. yeah. That's the fucking. Yep. Yeah. So I guess You're people right. shat all over him. And he's so, like, oh, don't look at me. Look at Vladimir Putin or whatever the fuck he's trying to get. <laughs> he's just trying. So what so happened hard. is some fucking desperate whore came over to his house yep. to suck his dick. And she uh, was like, you put ice cubes in your cereal? And he's like, oh, it's so weird. And she's like, yeah, it's fucking weird. I'm gonna oh, let me it, see what sir. Twitter but thinks. Nice side. And now yeah. they call him a dummy. Like, There's terrorists. Look at that. That's real. Oh, Don't God. look at me. But you fucking tweeted it, yeah. ass fuck. What about Trump? Trump, not Gene Simmons cereal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Simmons. as you know, he got a rise on Twitter New Year's Day. Yeah. Jesus doesn't understand why the internet can't stop talking about his preference for ice cubes and cereal. He says folks should be worried about more pressing issues like a Valdemir Putin. Valdemir. Valdemir. What do you think about Valdemir? Uh, fuck him. I don't All really right. care. Man. I thought you liked that guy. Nah. Uh, we got the kiss rocker heading fuck into it. Beverly Glendale for a quick bite to eat and had to ask about his weird eating habit putting ice in his cereal to keep the milk cold. Fucking I weird. Mean, Fucking yeah, because it's diluting the milk, right? Like, it's, yeah. I, I don't know. It's kind of gross. And yeah. you're, you figure you your milk, milk is milk cold. Milk makes it soggy. Yeah. And now you're waiting for ice to melt in it? Like, I, I don't fucking... As you know, uh, Gene dude. got a rise on Twitter New Year's Day by uh, sharing his ingenious way to keep his cereal from soaking in lukewarm milk, setting off an endless debate about the practice. It's just Gene tells stupid. us how his snooping daughter got the... Oh, uh, so it was his fucking daughter that posted it. Shit. Yeah. Like, I like that. Uh, yeah. Like, yeah and you, says it makes a lot of sense why his ice usage is uh, dominating social spheres. See if you can detect his sarcasm. So I'm curious to what his daughter said. Because his daughter probably just fucking posted and was like, look at my retarded dad no, putting I ice in his mouth. I think she just gave him shit for it. He's like, oh, well, like you said, like, let's see. Let's, let's see, see what uh, the, everyone thinks. After getting serious for a moment about the dangers facing our society Gene goes back to its happy-go-lucky ways they and shows everyone how they can enjoy their breakfast like, oh, a, rock like star. a rock star <laughs> boom break time yeah. I got some Simmons. stuff I gotta pitch yeah. fuck does that even mean it means I'm <laughs> gonna throw a ball <laughs> This, this is Barack Obama, and you are listening to the Rob and Slim Show. How's your smile today? Now you can save 10 to 60% off your next dental visits for as little as $7 a month. Yes, for $7 a month or 25 cents a day, you can have a dental savings plan. Save on your family's dental bills for as little as $7 a month or 25 cents a day. Save on teeth cleanings, dentures, braces, root canals, and more. You know some of these dental visits can cost in the thousands. Dentalplans.com offers you a real way to save money on your family's dental bills for as little as $7 a month or 25 cents a day. They also offer a 30-day money-back guarantee if you're not 100% satisfied. Call now for your free estimate. Not all plans are available everywhere, so call for details. Call 800-634-1315, 800-634-1315, Again, that's 800-634-1315.
Dish TV is better than cable TV. Why? Because you can save 45% on packages compared to your high-priced cable bill. Wow. Take those giant scissors out and cut the cable and save with Dish TV. Plus, you get a free DVR upgrade to record your favorite shows and free installation. And with Dish Anywhere, you can watch TV for free on your mobile device. Act fast. You can save hundreds of dollars. Does your cable company do that for you? I don't think so. Get all the best TV programming at your fingertips at a fraction of the price of cable TV. So say adios, arrivederci, goodbye to the high cable bill, and save up to 45% on Dish TV packages today. These are limited time offers and can change at any time. Call fast. 800-471-0253. 800-471-0253. That's 800 471 1053. So we're back. I just gotta figure out. Uh, I gotta delete some shit. I got shit to do. Alright. Time for fucking hard. Well, no, I'm worried about the uh, thing fucking stopping. I thought I cleaned uh, it. But I'm running out of space. Thank God. <laughs> this is riveting. Uh, <laughs> Alright, well, we're back. I'll figure well, it out. Well, uh, JV needs to make some calls. Oh, my shit's fucking off. Who fucked oh, your my shit, shit is off? Yeah, I fucking moved. Who moved my shit? I didn't move any of your shit. It wasn't me. I am going to delete all the downloads. Where's the cap for that fucker? Here it is. Alright. Alright. I'll make it snappy, snippy. I, I am Hurry the fuck up. snipping the fuck out of this. I got... Alright. Uh, oh, hold on. He's going to reach for... Uh... Alright, I had to reach for the, the keyboard. Hit the keyboard, the, keyboard. the tablet. I think I just gotta clear the, Oh, I gotta clear I, I gotta, gotta clear the, the recycling bin. Remove like wait, go back. 63 items this in the recycling bin. deleting his, his computer been, shit. Um, Yay. I now have a 0 0.99 gigs. Is that good? I don't know. <laughs> Is that <laughs> racist? I can't even tell what you just said. <laughs> 0.99 gigs. I think it's like, it's getting there. It's ghetto. It's ghettoing enough. AF. It's, it's pretty ghetto wing. I need your beats. I need the drizz beats. Let's uh let's I do can't. this. I'm just gonna like I don't need any of this shit. I'm just gonna delete all this. Yeah, delete all that fucking porn. Premiere Pro. Feds are gonna find porn? it someday. All that porn fucking deleted. Alright. Try again. God damn it. Skip. Boom. Deleted all the porn. All cool. Alright, I got some beats queued up. We're gonna make some phone calls. We're gonna try to get the Driz a uh, job doing jingles for breweries. He's got a lot of jingles in his, mm. in his soul. He's got music in his soul. Yeah, quite a fucking few jingles and shit. Mm. What am I calling? Just call. Skype. Okay. Skype. Boop. Skype someone. Let's do this, baby. Right. I have numbers. <sighs> No, he needs a Slavo, keyboard again. Lost it. What no. the fucking Christ? He dropped his. Oh. My paper towel. Oh, his numbers and paper towel. Yo, what's up, guys? Desert Valley. Are they in like a desert or something? I assume so. Why else would they be so braggadocious with their name? <laughs> That's cool. You better fucking be if I'm calling you there. Spilling absinthe on my crotch. Crotch absent is the sweetest, right? Boys and girls. Mute. 
Oh, uh, fuck him, Slambo. Oh, yeah, right. mute that motherfucker. He gonna be laughing. <clears throat> the number five zero uh, five. Uh, Let's get another number. That one got disconnected. They had fucking. They had the health care fucking. Yeah, boxing bear. I boxing wonder what bear. that. I wonder what that is. This place got shut down by the fucking. Do they cheat? Teach like some fucking boxing shit. I don't know. Or maybe you box a bear. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> For calling Boxing Bear Grand Cavity. For hours of operations for both locations, oh. press 1. Take it. To speak with a member of our pub staff at the Alameda location, press 2. 2. To speak two with it up, bitch! Two it up! Boxing Bear Brewing Company, how can I help you? Yeah, hi, my name is JV Trickman. I'm a big-time record producer down here in Nashville, Tennessee, and I didn't know if you guys did any sort of advertising on TV or radio. What was that? Sorry, say that one more time. My name is JV Trickman. I'm a big-time record producer down here in Nashville, Tennessee. I didn't know if you, uh, establishment, did any advertising. Uh, not necessarily. We wouldn't... Do it, I mean, would this be for a radio station or a TV Well, I'm just thinking, like, or? you do it and you send it out because I got a guy mm. who could do jingles. He got music in his soul and he wants to sing a jingle for you, for your company right now. Yeah, yeah yo, what's up? My name's The Drez and this is a song I specifically wrote for your brewery to play on the radio. Here it is. Yeah. I know that you like a lot of fucking boxing. You go to the ring and you watch some guys boxing and they're punching each other in the face, but that's not that interesting. You know what you really need? You need a beer. You need to go down to boxing beer. Yeah, that's right. Go down to boxing beer and you can get a really good beer. They got the best beer and you can let watch a guy box a beer there maybe or something like that. But let me tell you something really. There was this one time when my father, he went to a brewery and there was this guy with some boxing gloves and he punched him and kept punching him and he fucking killed my father in a brewery. It was fucking horrible. He just boxed the shit out of my father in a brewery and my father didn't even have boxing gloves so he couldn't do anything about it and he just died. There was just like blood everywhere and I think they used my father's blood to brew more beer and shit like that but you know what? Let me tell you something. Your father isn't gonna die in Boxing Beer Bear. Like, he, you can go and get a beer at Boxing Bear, and nobody's gonna box your father and kill him and use his blood to make new beer or anything like that. So come down to Boxing Bear and get yourself a good brew. Did you hear that? Yeah, I did. Yo, what do you think? Do you, do you want, want to hire him for a commercial? Uh, that would be something that, let me, uh, you try calling back, call back tomorrow at noon when the, uh, when the manager that actually handles, uh, PR is in. What, what is his name? Uh, you'd be asking for Robin. Wait, that's a man? It's, it's a woman. Mm. Why? Well, we'll talk to Robin. I don't talk to women. Alright, so call back tomorrow. No. Give me a man. <laughs> wow! Did you hear that? 
again. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> Fuck yeah. You know. Home run, Driz. Give me another. Give me another. What's the next song? Drink, drive, and stay alive? Or let's get crunk? Pass me beer, let's oh. get crunk. There's uh, a bunch of songs. You got a bunch yeah. of songs in your... In your soul. La, la Cubra? <clears throat> I think yeah, we'll call La Cubra Chabre. <laughs> 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 it's La Cubra Chabre. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Hey, thanks for calling the Cumbray Brewing Company. For the tapper for keg sales, please press 1. For the tapper manager, please press 2. Two it up, bitch. Two it up, every call. We tuning it up tonight. Your call is being processed oh. by MyTel voicemail. Jennifer Bullock is not available. She's After the tone, please record your message. When Fuck. finished, you may hang up to deliver the message or press... You fucking cunt. Answer your fucking phone like a man. Santa Fe Brewing. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what Santa that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That was a lame joke. I don't know why anyone was laughing at that. <laughs> it was just like you couldn't speak <laughs> when you said it. <laughs> boop, boop. Santa Fe Brewing at Green Jeans. This is Dan. Yeah, hi, Dan. My name is JV. My name is JV Trekman. I'm a big-time record producer down in Nashville, Tennessee. I didn't know, does your establishment do advertising? I'm sorry, sir. I could hardly hear you. I heard you're a, a producer from Tennessee. Yes. And you're looking to do advertisements? Yeah, uh, I didn't know if your establishment did advertising with TV or radio. I, I don't believe so, no. Well, I got a guy. I got a guy. He's a, he's a local rapper down here, and he's got... A lot of songs, and he he wanted to do jingles for companies. I, I didn't know if you would listen to one of his songs real quick and see if you like it. I mean, that'd be that'd be great. I don't think we we have any distribution out to Tennessee. Yeah, I thought. Right, why don't you just take a listen to this? I wrote it specifically for yeah, your don't make excuses. Just listen to his mm, fucking song. Bitch. How this is. Yo, what are you doing? Are you shooting up heroin? You doing a bunch of coke and meth and shit? Stop that. That ain't good. You know what you really should do? You should go to Santa Fe Brewing and get yourself a beer. That's right, because I'll be there. And you know what you can do? You can pass me a beer. 
Yeah, that's right. If you come down to Santa Fe Brewing, stop the heroin, stop the coke, stop fucking slashing yourself on the wrist, and come to Santa Fe Brewing, and you'll see the drizz there, and I'll be drinking a beer, and I'll finish it pretty quickly, and then you can order a beer, and you know what you do with that beer? You pass it down to me. Yeah, pass that beer down to me. Yeah, because I love a good beer, and I think the best beers come from Santa Fe Brewing. Boom. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking Santa is at that brewery company, <laughs> but Santa ain't there. There's just a bunch of really cool guys giving you beer. They don't have any Christmas beers. Maybe they do, but they're not as good. If you went to like the North Pole and Santa made you a beer, it'd be pretty good. But Santa Fe Brew Ring, their beers are more like tropical. They're pretty decent. Yeah, come to Santa Fe Brewing. Yeah. Did you did you want to hire him? Hello. You there? You fucking son yeah. What's up? Do you think I can like? You want to hire him? <laughs> 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 I like that he hung up at the very oh, end. Yeah. <laughs> he just had to listen to the whole song. <laughs> I love that fucking song. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. <laughs> All right. Oh, What's that? The 377. What the, the 377. fuck is the 377? That's some fucking like, gang shit, I think. I'm right? throwing up my signs right so. now. Throwing up my, my glass. I know what happened there. Mm-hmm. That's where you gotta drink. You gotta drive. You gotta, gotta get the fuck out of there because some fucking bad what shit is, went down. What is it? Drink, drive, drink, drive is, stay alive. Drink, drive, stay alive. All right. I was gonna do the uncle raping here. Or the uncle raping. You can go I either think, way. Like, where else are you gonna get raped by? Yeah. Uncle, but at three seven seven. Gang bar brewery. <laughs> by multiple uncles. All them fucking uncles coming at you, coming in you. <laughs> 377 Brewery, this is Gabe. Hey Gabe, how you doing? My name is J.V. Trekman. I'm a big time record producer down in Nashville. How are you tonight? Hello? Yo, what up, Gabe? Fuck you, uh, Gabe, you fucking son of a bitch. Did they fucking notify each other? Uh, I think breweries? so. Let's go to a different state. I think those are all in the same state. Let's go to the bottom of that page. Uh, it's Eagle Rock. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, Eagle Rock. That's America right there. That's where you drive the fuck drunk home. Because you American at the Eagle Lodge. Drink your try still. Fuck yeah. It's the only way to get home from the Eagle Lodge. <laughs> You've done some dirty deeds at the Eagle Lodge with your fucking brethren. Yeah. Just got rid of the body. You're getting the fuck out of there. <clears throat> Thank you for taking my call. My name is J.V. Trekman. I'm a big record producer. How are you tonight? I'm doing all right, thanks. That's good. That's good. Do you Does your establishment do any advertising in TV or radio? Uh, not that I know of. Well, I'm here to pitch you a guy. I got this guy. He does jingles for a lot of different companies down here, a lot of little local places, and he's got, he got a lot of songs in him, and I don't know if you would listen to him and maybe, maybe decide if, if you want him for your company. 
Uh, well, the best person to talk to is the owners, and you can reach them uh, via email. Yeah, no, no, like well, I, I, I want, want you to let them. We're gonna know. play it for you right now. Here it is. I spend a lot of time writing this specifically for you. You tell him if they're gonna like. So, it. like, you should know what your owners like. So, tell me if they like this or not. Here it goes. <laughs> Come down to Eagle Rock Brewery and get yourself a beer. Get yourself a big, heavy beer, that motherfucker. Angel Gay or Angel City? Angel, Angel City. Angel City. Angel City. All right. Angel City. That's in Los Angeles. It's the city of angels. It's the city of angels. Don't be homophobic. I didn't say that. It's not gay, but it's... I thought it said gay. In Angel City. I think and directions to the brewery, please press 1. To reach our public house and retail store, please press 207. To leave a message for one of our public house managers... <laughs> Why is this so complicated? I don't fucking know. Call 911. Please hold while Fuck. I try that extension. Try it, bitch. I got all night. nonsense. <laughs> I'm gonna get up an angel. Uh... I don't hear them trying. Thank you for calling Angel City. How can I help you? Yes, hi. How are you tonight? My name is J.B. Trekman. I'm a real lovable guy, and my, I'm a, a record producer down in Nashville. Do, does your company do advertising with um, radio or TV? Um, I think we do, but I honestly don't know, and well, our marketing person's not in oh, today. Well, I got a guy. Um, he does uh, like, jingles and stuff. I didn't know if you would listen to one of his songs. He does songs. I didn't know if you would like to listen to one. And maybe listen to one of his songs and jingles. And he, he will do it. He got music. He got a lot of music. He does singing all the time. He's singing all the time, and he wants to sing to you right now. Yo, what up? My name is the Drez. Uh, I spent a lot of time writing this. Can you just at least give me a rating on like what you would rate it, like a one to ten? Like if your bosses would like it. I'm so sorry, I can't do that. Why not? Don't be a bitch. Don't be a bitch. Just listen to the fucking song, bitch. Don't be a fucking bitch. Yeah. JV. He gets crazy with the women. He gets a little crazy with the women. Boom, boom town. I'm sure boom, shalakalaka. I'm sure boom town has some great JV beer. gonna boom all over the place with this one. <laughs> that poor lady. <laughs> oh, she sounded so sweet. She's a bitch. She's a bitch. Who are you kidding? <laughs> fucking bitch. Listen to that fucking song. He got a lot of songs in him. She knew it. Oh, she fucking she didn't. Do? She fucking hurt you. She hurt you. You don't forget that. You don't forget that you get back in that ring and you fucking hurt her. You hurt her, Driz. Yeah, fuck that bitch. 
They don't want our business. Driz, you call another one. Unavailable. They don't want our business. Dude, I like... I'm in the business giving them the business. I just want to talk to Tap Room 3L7. 3L7. I think you said elf, motherfucker. 3L7. (laughs) Your Santa joke was funny. It was terrible. I know, I loved it. <laughs> it's like a mouthful of fucking olives. <laughs> uh, nobody answering up there. Mars go Mars. Yeah, I think you got it. Oh. Ooh, ah, Ah, oh, do I call him? Let's no, call Mars. We're gonna call Mars. You gotta end big. Driz fucked that up. No, they I took forever it. answering. <clears throat> Mars, uh, <laughs> just in that. We call him Doctor Man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, hi. How are you doing tonight? My name is JV Trekman. I'm a big time record producer. Okay, can I help you? Yeah, I was wondering if you guys at your company did any sort of advertising with. Uh, in commercials, TV, uh, to me, TV, no, to radio. No, everything we do is in house, and we're probably gonna keep it that way. Well, what if I had a guy come in house and do a song for you guys? Maybe he, he does song for your establishment. And you yeah, like, like it. you ever think about having any brand bands playing your uh, brewery? Yeah, like a live, like a live like artist, a live report performance. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I don't have anyone who handles all of our events in house at the moment. If you want to leave me your phone number, I can have them call yeah, you. Yeah, no, no, tomorrow. no. Now, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna sing you a song. And do tell me after you hear the song if you think that's good enough to play at your brewery. Yeah. Alright, sounds good, sounds good. You wanna give me your email or you have our He's gonna sing the song for you, so listen up. Yeah, I'll give you the email after this. Alright. Yo, what's going on guys? What are you doing on Earth? Get out of Earth, jump on that starship, head over to Mars. Yeah, that's right. Why don't you come over to Mars and drink? Have a good beer. They had the best beer in the world. You know, all those beers that you drank on Earth, they aren't good as the beers that you will drink in Mars. Those beers are amazing. They're like red. There are a lot of red ales and all that stuff. And then when you're done drinking, you can go dry. Yeah, I want you to be fucking wasted. Like you drank a lot, but you're gonna go drive. And stay alive, bro, because I'm telling you, when you're drinking and driving, usually you're going to hit a giant truck and it's going to destroy your car. But if you come to Mars Brewery and you drink and then you drive, you're going to stay alive. I don't know how to explain it to you, but those beers at Mars they give you some kind of power that lets your car hover yeah did you like that you there bitch 
Your car hours. I don't know if we can do it. Oh, I don't think break. Those are the best. Those are good. Those are some good <laughs> Fucking JV's like next level JV. Yeah, he did I love JV tonight. <laughs> he fucking he is strong man. He's a strong man. He fucking got a pimp hand on him, He's that motherfucker. He's doing God's work. He's doing God's work, motherfuckers. You stay tuned, you get more JV. <laughs> if this fucking song plays, we're gonna break. Alright. This is the Slabagini himself, baby. And if you're a listener of the Robin Slim Show, then I'm sure you're a fan of Sauces Matisse. We open lots of our best shows with his songs. But don't wait to hear his music's just on our show, baby. Go to SoySauceSound.com and listen all the time. With 10 albums for free or of little charge. With the option of purchasing for a donation. Almost 100 songs so far. New music is constantly dropping. You'd have to be a real piece of shit not to. He has killer tracks like Only Sometimes. Sometimes do a big dog My music doesn't make a lot of moolah sense Because Nuh-uh. I'm a dash of Adam Driver makes it coupon sense <laughs> Max <laughs> a dapper to dash it but I'm foobar mess Ew. Give me a beat, give me a pen in the pattern then who got next? Me, you got teeth coming after you like you was a nest I never deceive when I'm rapping, I'ma do it for next Ooh. I cannot believe what some veterans are do for a check Because I'm a beast and I'm better but I'm goofy as that Nerd Punk What's my pitch to be an internet sensation? I call these godly marketers sixth internet sensation Cause it's data and it's dedicated, intricate and patient But with every waking day I strain to pick up with the patient Every time I'm feeling like the slightest hint of doubt I just keep on fucking writing so my light don't fizzle out And expectations your expectations You go to work after ain't nobody heard That ain't, ain't nobody yearn for you rapping any words That it worry cause you're sure that a rapper spitting verses As perfect as you have is deserving of a sure pass Sure, yeah, oh it's the entitlement and attitude. Look, everybody gotta pat you on the back. But alas, you're a hack and you're whack, so you have to lower your expectations. So, what are you waiting for, baby? Go to soysaucesound.com and start listening today. Yeah! Hello. Hi, Finley Carraway. How's it going over there? Good. How are you doing, man? Writer from Australia. How is the down under right now? Well, it's the middle of summer and the bushfires have come early. What is what is that? That, that is a normal uh, occurrence over there, correct? But it's just out of control right now? Oh, yeah. We, we get bushfires every year. Uh, but this year has been just unbelievably bad. It's come a bit earlier than normal. Oh. And, yeah, it's just extraordinary with, you know, a bigger area has burnt That's down ask, in the bush in Australia how, than, in, than what much? happened in the Amazon. Wow, I was going to ask how much of the country it covers. What is a bushfire? Oh, it's, it, it's just so hot and dry that, that the fires start and they don't go just out. Just in any other... You don't have any forests in, like, Australia. Like, what, like what is lighting on fire? The bush. It's okay. just literally, like, like bush, right? Like, yeah, brush. The- yeah, like, like what you guys get in California with the mm. wildfires. Yeah. Uh, okay. And how, how are you guys handling that? Like, what, what are they doing? Do they control fire, or, or how do they combat that? Oh, yeah, we've got all the same usual kind of things, like, you know, controlled burns and backburns and et cetera, et cetera, fire fighters are out there constantly doing the work but mm. uh this has been so bad that it's 
you know, it's it's overwhelming. Yeah, yeah. I just saw today Elton John donated like a million just towards it, just to, to try yeah, to get and, it under control. Yeah, Lizzo, and Lizzo is touring here at the moment, and uh, oh. she actually has put, put her tour on hold, and she's been literally at stands handing out food and helping people out and stuff. So Wow. Wow, that's awesome. Wow, that is amazing. Yeah, no, I did not, did not know that. How, I, I, I know, uh, I don't know about, I don't think he's around now, but uh, Tony Abbott, he was a couple prime ministers ago, was he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he fascinated me. Is he not around anymore? Like, no, he's he just like... no, he's just not prime minister anymore. He's like he was voted out. Yeah, yeah. I like Tony. He um, he's a long time uh, volunteer firefighter, and he's been out oh. on the front line through all of this. But wow. he actually specifically asked to have no press coverage because he just wants to get on with helping the communities. Wow, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. No one Are you a fan of the Tony Abbott? The tone? I... The tone? Oh, God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think so. He I, was... I heard a lot of negative things We watched him. a couple videos and we were like, wow, he's, he's yeah, Trump. He's Trump for us. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I can't imagine Trump. Trump out there fighting fires, though. <laughs> yeah, at least Tony, like, has some balls. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, no, he wouldn't. Trump wouldn't. His little quaff of hair would be... Would be on fire. Yeah. I don't know. It just it just goes to show that bad men can do good things sometimes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they they're making their penance. Finley, how long have you been a writer for? Uh, look, I suppose if you ask that of any writer, you're going to get the stock standard answer, which is you know as long as I can remember. Yep. Yeah, um, that's true. You know, because you just I think it's kind of one of those things that's just in you. But um, but I suppose I. Have done things a bit more professionally in in more recent years, and um, I mean, look, I have a bit of a background in, I suppose you'd call it professional writing, a bit of copywriting and editing and that sort of stuff. So mm -hmm. that's where a lot of my actual writing happens, and it's only been in recent years that I've sort of tried my hand at, uh, you know, more standard fiction. That's what I'm going to ask. Like, what do you write about uh, mostly? Well, I mean the. The things I'm interested in are, oh, look, I, I have to be honest, I, I grew up, you know, loving things like spy novels and James Bond and, you know, reading books by um, Frederick Forsyth and Tom Clancy and things like that. And mm. it's, it's pretty hard to, you know, if that's what you've done a lot of reading of, it's pretty hard not to let that creep in. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what have you had the best uh, luck writing uh, look, I'm fairly, I'm relatively new to the whole thing, so I, I think okay. it's not a, a a best luck. I think it's more a case of uh, what you feel like you can start and and take to a conclusion. How do you do that? Like, how do you uh, keep that momentum? Like, sometimes when I write, I do a weekly thing for this. It's just some dark comedy skit I do. But sometimes the ideas come so fast. Like, even if I take a break, I have to take, like, paper and pen with me. Because it just comes so fast and it just flows in. Sometimes it's hard. Sometimes I just sit there for, like, 20 minutes and I'm just like, I, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do with this. Yeah, I, I find, I mean... I think I, I had a. I was talking to someone the other day about the whole difference between people who fly by the seat of their pants and people who, uh, you know, plan out what they're going to write. And I find that yeah, I understand where you're coming from with that because it's easy to get yourself in a situation where you have a whole lot of ideas, but no obvious roadmap to the the conclusion. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm interested in kind of that theory because, like, 
Okay, so one of the series that I had been obsessed with for a while was uh, Mr. Robot, and they just, like, ended that series, and that guy, his name's Sam Esmail, and he had uh, said from the very beginning, he did four seasons, he said from the very beginning, I know what the ending is, this ending is what it's going to be, but then there's other guys, mm. like uh, Vince Gillian, is that the guy's name that wrote Breaking Bad, where he was like... I kind of like know where it's gonna end, but don't really know where it's going to end, and it's just gonna oh. like eventually go that way. Yeah, I so. have to know. Like that's I do yeah. in my thing. Like I just mentioned, I know how it's gonna end. I, oh, I think really? I would have to. I think I would have to know that ending. Like Stephen King, I know is very uh, well known for just like kind of going with the flow. I guess like he's just writing things and where it goes, he doesn't really know. Like so, it's hard to determine like what's the better strategy in that sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I like to I like to know where I'm headed with you know I like to know what I'm aiming for. So I, I like a bit of planning. I, I like to think of you know what are the major points I want to hit along the way. Um, but at the same time, I have a drawer full of what you might call um, nice ideas, and I have a sort of bad habit of trying to, of creating starts to things and then not really working out where yeah. it's going to go. I mean, I actually do love great starts to novels. I think that, you know, the that first opening sentence can be the thing that mm. hooks people in for the whole yeah. book. And it also tells you that you're in the hands of a good writer if you've got a something that captures your interest straight away. I mean, some of the best, most famous authors ever are, are famous for that, notably Jane Austen. So, mm. That's got to be a hard thing to do. I would like if, uh, just that the pressure of that opening would be would be a lot. Uh. Yeah, well, it's the. I mean, if you, <laughs> the thing is, you. It, it, I mean, coming from a, if you look at it from a sales point of view, I mean, there's that whole thing that the idea of the first sentence is to get the person to read the second sentence, and the idea of the second to get to read the third, etc. And in a way, uh, a novel or a short story or anything has to do exactly the same thing or a movie for that matter yeah yeah and uh do you do a lot of research when you do your writings uh not i mean i'll research specific things you know to get terminology right or to uh, or especially if i'm thinking about places um you know i'll go into maps and things and make sure that i'm describing a left turn that is in fact a left turn i'll do things like that but i won't necessarily do a huge amount of research i mean because i don't really write science fiction um and i don't write historical type things so it in the end i think it's more important that there's internal consistency internal truth to a story than there is external cool, cool. and do you base any of your characters off of uh people in real life uh, yeah, well, I suppose you have to, don't you? I mean, like when you're creating someone, you you basically the only way you can is is based on people you've met yourself, and I suppose also other characters that you've seen in movies or read in books. I mean, mm. it's got to it's got to come from somewhere, right? Mm, exactly, exactly. I always too when I even when I'm at my day job, I keep uh, paper. Uh, pen on me just in case sometimes those ideas come to you at any time and you just have yeah, to put them down how good is you know having an iPhone or a 
you know, a, a smartphone in general. Yeah, that too, um, yeah. Because I often pull that out with Google Docs and just, you know, jot something down. Or even oh. if I'm driving in the car now, I can actually, you know, do the whole um, dictation, voice dictation thing. Oh, that's Even though that idea. can come out, that can come out absolutely rubbish sometimes. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, but at least you get the idea down. I, I usually just open Messenger and... I'll open a message to Slim and I'll just type shit. Like, I'll just <laughs> yeah, type that. Like, but but I won't send it. Sometimes I will send it. And I'm like, whoops, I didn't mean to send that. But yeah, yeah usually I just type it in there so it's there and I know where to get it. You've already always got the idea to fall back. It's like, guys, it was just an idea. Just an idea I had. You know, if you're saying that. <laughs> yeah. So I'm working on my next story. It's, it, it, it's funny you say the voice thing because I had a, a recent ins- incident i'm a manager in a company he's a drunk uh i am a drunk manager in a company and uh i had been uh uh, called upon for a security issue and the uh security officer um (laughs) at the level you gotta write a uh witness report and i write this super like detailed uh report and she's like you you did just watch me like just speak everything into my phone right and i'm like yeah no i'm just gonna write it like she just she's like you could just like talk and it will write it for you and i'm like ah oh, no i'm too old for that shit <laughs> yeah no i i worked out how to do it and it's it changed my life <laughs> i'm like and as she said that like oh you could just like speak it i'm like no i'm gonna keep writing <laughs> yeah uh, it actually gets to the point where you think, God, what on earth am I doing with a keyboard anymore? And then, right. and then what happens is you, you get excited and you, you put in you know, you get to Google Doc and say, I'm going to dictate this shit. And you start doing that and then you read how it actually comes out. And, of course, there's no full stops, no commas. It gets words wrong and you read it back that's and you go, sure, surely I didn't write that. And <laughs> yeah, that's what that's what my, when you first mentioned it, I was thinking like, just that getting words wrong would be the biggest problem. Yeah, and it gets them in, like quite hilariously wrong sometimes. And, and so the whole piece just makes no sense at all. <laughs> you could have a whole like book of outtakes. You should, that would be yeah. a great thing. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, fucking outtakes from that. So someone should read something like, you know, Jane Austen's Pride and Prejudice into Google Docs and just see what it actually comes out as. <laughs> that sounds like a podcast. I uh, like that, Finley. <laughs> Finley, what is the Middle Vale mystery? Okay, the Middle Vale mystery is a, a sort of a long, short story. It's about Oh, eight or ten thousand words so certainly uh, not a novella and not really a short short story but um it actually started off its life as a serial um you know a la sort of 19th century style in a regional newspaper um here in victoria australia and so i was writing kind of like a an episode every month for about eight months and uh and so what's out now on Amazon Kindle is basically that put together, um, all of the episodes put together. But uh, yeah, originally it was, uh, you know, I was putting out a thousand words a month to the editor of that publication, um, and uh, which was an interesting exercise in itself. And it's basically a, uh, well, it's not a murder mystery. It's more of a uh, mystery of a, of a missing prize animal that a farmer had. 
which isn't probably sounds more intriguing than it is but it was because i was writing to a, a rural audience but i also figured that the thing might be on coffee tables and thought maybe murder was a bit harsh and uh yeah, so it was sort of like Ag- Agatha Christie meets uh, Doctor Doolittle. <laughs> I, I hope the uh, missing prize uh, animal is just like a squirrel. Oh. <laughs> I was thinking a ball, bigger than a squirrel, b- or uh, like a beta fish. <laughs> <laughs> My beta fish has gone uh, missing. My beta fish gone. <laughs> Actually, no. I want to bring up. We're gonna interrupt this uh, interview oh. real quick. So you you mentioned Doctor Doolittle, and I keep seeing these trailers for a new Doctor Doolittle, and he's played by Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, Iron and it's Man. like an, it's Iron Man, and it's like an <laughs> old fashioned Doctor Doolittle, like he's fighting with tigers and shit. And I'm like, this seems interesting, but so Slim's gonna see like, it, is what we're saying. Eddie Murphy is the Doctor Doolittle that I know. It's funny, isn't it? They're like, there's these three actors who you just kind of know that you're going to get for all those movies, and it's like, yeah, Eddie Murphy, um, Robert Downey Jr., and it used to be Robin Williams. I was just Robin, say. Was Robin Williams a Dr. Doolittle? Well, he would be the sort of he person would you would have gone to. Yeah, yeah. Now, he's, right. now he's a chandelier, but yeah, yeah. back then he would have been a doctor. just a duty in a lamp. You gotta <laughs> rub that lamp to bring him back. <laughs> Don't rub the lamp. Don't rub the lamp, guys. Don't, don't, don't. Don't go down that road. Finley, uh, before Slim cut you off with Doolittle-isms, I was going to ask if you could read a segment from the Middlevale Mystery for us, but it's up to you. Yeah, I I could do that. What I was thinking, I I could, uh, well, I could just read from the start for the first couple hundred words, and uh, and that way people can uh, get excited, and if they want to uh, read on, they can... Go on to Amazon and buy it. Awesome, awesome. Whenever you are ready, my friend. Okay, starting from the top. The Middlevale Mystery by Finley Carraway. Have you ever noticed that people act differently when they know they're being watched? Everyone wants to make the right impression. Even your pet cat will probably look a little sheepish if caught checking out your budgerigar. Jim Stevens, you could say, had not figured this out. This is a problem because he is a photographer, and worse, a press photographer. He always misses the real story by spoiling the shot at the crucial moment. Oh, how he dreamed of politics or crime, a war photographer on the front line, breaking the exclusive stories. Even getting sneaky shots of celebrities would have worked. His editors, however, knew him better than he does himself, and they wisely steered him to assignments he really couldn't get wrong, like sports. Jim gets by, though. He really is skilled at photography. He lives a simple life in a little one-bedroom flat in St Kilda, which his auntie passed on to him when she died, which really upset Jim, but that's a different story. His interior decoration is much like his career, serviceable, unremarkable, and shabby around the edges. He has a few friends who think he's a bit strange, and he sees them from time to time, but it must be said that Jim is reclusive and lonely in his existence. No one can remember the last time he had a girlfriend. In fact, Melissa, his friend and workmate, actually snorted when Josephine asked about him. Suffice to say, Josephine did not get her man. Poor Jim Stevens. What a tragic man. His real problem, though, is that things are about to get even worse. He's been called into his editor's office. Bruce Jones wants a little word, and the news is not good. Well, there you go. 
That was awesome, Thank man. Yeah, you had me. I want to know. I do want to know the next yeah. part. I do want to know what the next part was. That's very awesome. um. Probably, I'm sorry, dude. I'm really drunk right now, but like, yeah. definitely, <laughs> definitely getting some Twilight Zone notes from that. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Nah, which this is amazing. definitely based in reality. <laughs> uh, okay, I, I got some Twilight Zone notes. I apologize. That's an um an insult. <laughs> Drink a lot. Uh, uh, no, but like fucking New Year's. I'm sorry, I'm gonna talk about ties though now. About, I've been drinking a lot, but uh, so so fucking New Year's Day. They always or New Year's Eve, one of the New Year's oh, Day. Oh, the marathon. They do a fucking Twilight Zone ver- marathon, and I remembered at the last minute, and I'm like, I'm just gonna stay home on New Year's Day and watch Twilight Zone. It was really cool. <laughs> That's not a story. <laughs> Finley, give him a grade. Grade yeah. him on that uh, on that story. Right now. Well, they, you know, stories require a beginning and a middle and an end, and I'm not sure which part that was. That, was, that had a beginning, a middle, and an end. I was home. I remember that Twilight Zone was on. I turned the TV on. I watched Twilight Zone, and then it was over. Beginning, middle, end. <laughs> well, was it over when you said it was over, or did you finish the whole... No, I only watch the same episode that I seem to see every year. Like I always the one say, I couldn't hear. Or I see o- or- no, no, no. I always say I'm gonna watch this. Like, oh, Twilight Zone marathon is on, and every time I turn it on, it's the episode <laughs> where like all the soldiers are like frozen, and there's a guy like, oh, it's like black magic. Everyone's <laughs> frozen, and then I never see any episode after that. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> wow, this is, there's going to be a lot of apologies going out to Finley. <laughs> no, no, I think uh, I think this is, you know, I mean, that's not how that story began or even uh, even where it goes, but it could, well, I suppose. I we've, mean, we've heard a real writer you know, and we've heard a slim <laughs> writing right now. That's, that's like, what we've got. Maybe maybe I could should rewrite it and maybe you know like suddenly he sees a light appear under the door. <laughs> <laughs> oh, how to prepare humans by Slim. <laughs> have you, uh, Finley, uh, over the years, have you scrapped a lot of stories? Have you, like, started a lot and, like, not been able to finish or just, like, kind of given up, like, or lost momentum? Yeah, I... Yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. If, I don't know if I can speak for other writers, but I'm sure it's fairly common that, you know, uh, you have what you think is the next... is the best idea in the world, and then you... You know, you get a bit overexcited and you might spend a whole night typing away thinking this is fantastic and then the next day you get confronted with that question, so what happens next? And that is the, uh, you know, that is kind of the potentially the worst question to be asked. (laughs) Well, I always thought when I write, like, just going back to my dumb little thing that I write, for years I wouldn't drink. I would always make sure I wrote sober because I thought, you know, that'd be Mm. the best and... The last few weeks, I've started drinking while writing, and I, it's good. It's still good. I, I haven't noticed a difference, so, like, I was so scared to... Because I always remember in acting class when I was younger, like, don't don't go up. Don't perform drunk, because it'll impair you. <laughs> but writing, I'm like, right, I'm pretty good. Pretty good off of a glass of absinthe writing this shit. Yeah, I, I mean, I've, I've done both, but I, I have to say that when I've written things from start to finish, um, there's a certain energy or sort of a mania you get from not being drunk from being sober yeah. when you've got when you're sort of in that heady high of a great idea yeah um 
I think that's for me anyway. If I was to go and have a drink, I would find that would kind of just kill off that momentum because mm. uh, mm. I'd, I'd probably want to just sit down on the couch and put on Netflix. Yeah, whereas that's, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I, I do agree on that. And I was thought I was, uh, and I am careful when I revise that I haven't used the same term or, or whatever too much. Like I do get, even though even reading it tonight through, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to change that, or I just said that word in the last line. Like I'm not going to do, do that again. Like. So yeah, sometimes yeah. it is like you do you do miss things that you normally wouldn't. Are you saying you you change like your writing on the spot like when we're reading it? Sometimes, yeah, I did it tonight wow. at least twice, at least twice tonight. I did. That's awesome. Mm. Yeah, but also on the on the other hand, if I send it out like that, I, I don't know. I don't know. I I could have a crappy like someone else's line done, but I, I'm usually pretty good. Usually pretty good at that. Who are some of your favorite authors, Finley? Well, I mean, I mentioned uh, Jane Austen before, and I was going to say one of the things, that talking of great starts, I was thinking of uh, a writer, an Australian writer, actually, whose name is Elliot Perlman. Hmm. And he wrote a book back in the 90s called $3, which did pretty well. And then he wrote another book called Seven Types of Ambiguity. Um three dollars was turned into a movie but i think again here in australia so you might not have heard about it but it was i mean when i read it 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 was pretty influential on me it was one of those stories that just got me at a particular time in my life um and uh and it has a pretty cool opening too so yeah it's he'd be one of my faves cool cool i was just gonna say so that was the thing that kind of inspired you to get into writing ah uh, as in, like, try and write a whole story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't know if I... I don't know if there was one thing. I mean, I one of the things that got me back into it, the whole idea, I guess, in recent years, was just reading a few books about writing. You know, things like wow. Stephen King's On Writing or um, Bird by Bird by Anne Lamott. Um, and just, it sort of reconnected me with that feeling that, creativity and writing gives you which is you know one of the best things in the world so 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 i'm interested um because my experience was like when i was a kid and in high school um i would write a lot and my teachers would always be like oh you're gonna be a great writer one day i'm not a great writer right now but like (laughs) that was always the thing but i really had the same for writing and then i just eventually was like eh this isn't the thing for me so did you like when you were in school or high school or whatever you were writing a lot and then like how did that go did you continue doing or did you fall Uh, off when i was at school i did well in english classes um but i actually was a bit of a science and maths nerd so um be being into sort of writing myself um actually came later um but yeah no i was a pretty tragic science and maths nerd at uh at schools believe it or not i did not do good at those that was like yeah <laughs> i don't know they passed i think they passed me because they liked me some of those teachers <laughs> like they were like ah you made me laugh uh, you got you, you got a d you got a d but <laughs> but i did i excelled in the english and, and classes like that <laughs> Finley, we are getting close to having to wrap this up, my friend, but it has been a blast talking to you. Um, where can everybody find you? Uh, okay, uh, well, I've just got a website, which is finleycarraway.com, um, which is F-I-N-L-E-Y, 
C-A-R-R-A-W-A-Y.com. And from there, that's a blog. That's a bit of a blog. And uh, if you search for the Middlevale Mystery on Amazon Kindle, it'll pop up. So Awesome. Thank you. Thank you so much, Finley. Have a great no rest of the night or morning. What is it over there? Is it is it afternoon? Oh, it's lunchtime. Okay. Have a great lunch. <laughs> Enjoy your lunch. <laughs> no worries. Thanks eat very much, guys. Eat some pastrami or something. Eat some, uh, what's, what do you guys eat over there? Not pastrami. Uh, Tim Tams. Buttered Tim Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Thank Buttered you, Tim. Oh, my God. <laughs> Buttered Tim Tams. <laughs> Have a good one, Finley. All right. Thank you. Thank you, my friend. We will be back in a few minutes with David, the producer. I hope you could see this time. He was blind last time. Oh, was he really? Yeah, he had sunglasses on. But this, 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 this is Hollywood actor Steve Coulter, uh, uh, and I'm appearing with the delightful scumbags, uh, Rob and Slim. Rob's the old one. Is Rob the old one? Yes. Yes. Rob is the old one. <laughs> it's like 75. How did you meet the boys? Did you just go by a school one day? I was, I was, at, the, I was at the bus stop. <laughs> we, we all met when he was slam before in seventh grade. I had a lot of candy, Steve. <laughs> he had Pokemon cards. Yeah. He, he learned us in. Did you have a puppy? Oh, I have a quick story. The box you. had three, three puppies, but my dick was inside it. Oh, we're back. Okay. David, how are you? Happy New Year. Happy New Year's, guys. How you doing? Good. How did you ring it in? Oh, uh, you know, we just hung at home, actually. We didn't do anything that night. We always celebrate it the weekend before where we'll go downtown and just, uh, you know, hang out at a couple of bourbon bars. Ah, it's the best downtown bourbon bar to partake in. Oh, untitled. Untitled Mm. by far. Oh, it's the best. What is a bourbon bar, David? Is it just straight bourbon or are they mixing bourbon? Like, what are they doing? Uh, bourbon bar is typically they'll have bourbon, whiskey, sometimes, uh, many times scotch. And, okay. you know, you, you pick what you want and you drink as much of it as you can and then take an Uber the fuck out of there. <laughs> so it's what all straight. Like, it's all place. straight, though. Like you're just drinking straight whiskey. Yeah. Oh, no, they'll, they'll do mixers and stuff for you, too. I mean, okay. it is like a standard bar, but they just okay. happen to have a huge selection oh. of. You know, bourbons. Because I was going to ask, I don't know out there, but I heard Danny McBride in an interview talk about an absinthe bar, and I was wondering what the fuck is an absinthe bar? Like, yeah, what what do they what do they have? Just different kinds or what? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, we there's an absinthe bar down in New Orleans that we go to, and that's, that's all I they serve that's is what he was absinthe. Talking about and it's it's pretty uh, wild. He was talking so, about Craig Robinson and himself in in New Orleans, so maybe it's wow. maybe it's the same place, dude. So is it like there's going only to a, one of them down there? Wow, yeah, it's in yeah. Pirates Alley. I know exactly where they were at. <laughs> so so David, explain this to me. So like going to a bourbon bar or an absinthe bar, like I couldn't order a gin drink. I just have to order something like bourbon or absinthe if I went to that type of bar. No, a bourbon bar, you can typically order other kinds of stuff, too. I mean, That's, they're yeah. traditionally regular bars, but they're okay. just really heavy or have Strong a lot of selection that. in bourbons, whiskeys, uh. and scotches. So so it's basically and, like a bar that says, like, we're really good at mixing shit with bourbon, but you can order gin, but, but can, I'm not you really good at it. You take a risk no, on that like, vodka tonic if you I, want. I, like. Yeah, I got this hobo that I found on the, this homeless yeah. guy on the street. He can mix, mix he your good other shit. vodka and soda. 
It's like drizzle. You're beans. best going to other places for those drinks, I'm yeah. sure. But uh, it's yeah, absolutely. So like when you're at a bourbon bar, you're not going to order a gin and tonic. Or you're going to uh, typically not. Right. No, you're you know. What? But I've seen risk. people do it. You yeah. know, like somebody, somebody like a, they'll go there for like a date night, and the guy likes bourbon. But his girl doesn't, you know, she yeah. likes other stuff. She likes you know, a roofie colada. She likes a roofie colada, like an old-fashioned Yeah, show, you just right, you dump her in the yeah. alley. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Go home with the what is it? What is your favorite bourbon mixed drink? Ooh. Hmm. Hmm. I have to think about that. Bourbon cocktail. I don't do a lot of mix, but uh, I'd say probably bourbon and ginger beer. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good. Badass, man. I like that I, myself. That, that would be called, well, what I like, I'm sorry, I'm going to uh, uh, interject here. A Kentucky Mule has been my thing lately, so that is uh, bourbon, uh, lime oh, yeah. juice, yeah. lime juice, and ginger beer, and it's fucking amazing. Like, I hate a classic, like, I don't like vodka, man. A classic nah. uh, Moscow Mule, which is vodka, lime juice, and fucking uh, ginger beer. It's like, all right, I chase, taste a lime and the ginger beer, but you get a fucking Kentucky Mule, man. You taste that bourbon, and it complements the fucking uh, uh, ginger beer and that other stuff. But yeah, David, yeah, it sounds like you've had about six or seven he's of them. Had too many. Yeah, I've had, and, a, bit. Uh, I've had uh, a bit, David. He's, he's not. <laughs> but yeah, us. he's not on our plane right now. Kentucky David. Mule. Kentucky where, Mule. Where's that? Kentucky Mules. He's not gonna stop for a hundred years. Strawberry Kentucky. Mule. <laughs> Mules. I didn't realize Kentucky had 16 syllables. Kentucky. <laughs> 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 and so much drool. Yeah. Well, yeah, I kind of thought. I kind of thought Kentucky, Kentucky had that much drool. Yeah, bourbon, bourbon and ginger beer. David. 100% with you, David. Uh, what's in store for the next decade? Well, when are we going to be Mad Max? When are we gonna, just going to be riding Mad Max vehicles around? Uh, remembering the good old days. I think we're days. already doing it right now. Yeah, <laughs> I think we're headed there. <laughs> oh, we're close. We're so close. I'm stockpiling gas and uh, mm. you know and and bourbon and panties. <laughs> oh, used or new? Oh, you always go used. <laughs> oh, yeah, you do, my friend. Yeah, you do. Slim doesn't. No. <laughs> so, 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 David. The, the, the drink I've been drinking all night, I was recently <laughs> called um, a fruit, a homosexual oh. for drinking this okay, drink. This is going... What what oh. drink am I drinking? Do like a game Okay, uh, let's play a guessing game. Uh, all right, uh, a cosmopolitan. No. <laughs> Two cocks. No. Slambo, what's your guess? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, a uh, Appletini. Uh, no, but close. <laughs> and what are you drinking, Slam? I am drinking a Martini Dirty. I was recently called at a bar gay because I was drinking a Martini Does Dirty. Does that make you gay? I don't know. I, you know I don't what? know. I was like, you James won't... Bond drinks this. I was just gonna say the only two people that can drink martinis are James Bond and you know gay gentlemen. As I said, the the, the chick like literally real story, David. This girl goes, "What is your sexual orientation?" And I was like, "I've never, I that. have never had a dick in my mouth ever." And well, like, the and, 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 and then her husband was like, "What the fuck, hon? Obviously, I can tell he's not gay." And she's like, "Oh." Shh. So you had a and, couple. You had a woman trying to cuck 
Her husband. <laughs> I, I guess so. That's what you had, and you blew it. <laughs> the husband was a police officer. And oh, yeah. He, oh, man. Oh, yeah. Like, she ordered a drink, of, uh, like, a glass oh, of wine, <laughs> and he was like, honey, we got to get out of here. Cuck <laughs> <laughs> blocker. How can right. you cuck blocker? Baby. But, like, she was just like, well, you're drinking martinis, so obviously you're gay. And I'm like, Dude. Obviously. Yeah, obviously. And I'm yeah. like, James Bond drinks martinis. I said I was like James Bond. Fluid and that you were offended. Yeah, I should have. You're right, David. <laughs> That's what I said when he told me to show up for the show. You should have just said I'm gay, motherfucking bitch. Yeah, I was just like, dude, like, I've never had a dick in my mouth. And, like, James Bond drinks martinis. And her husband was like, you like James Bond? And I'm like, no, nah, i never seen a James Bond. <laughs> I know what that means, you fucking... <laughs> Gay guy. I was like, I've never seen yeah, a James Bond. I knew we liked James Bond, huh? So what you're telling me is it has to be a dick in your mouth. It couldn't be on the other side. You that's find right. That's what it was. I never no had a dick okay. in my mouth. If if there was a dick in rules. if there was a dick in my ass, it's okay. It's still straight. Well, speaking yeah, of dicks in the shit, ass, I don't know your rules. Speaking of dicks in the ass, David, it's the Drizz's birthday. I didn't yeah. know if he could do um, a song, maybe, maybe like a an intro song for uh, the Unwritable Rant or Bourbon Soak Live with Juliet Miranda. I didn't know if you would want him to do yeah. that kind of a thing. Yeah, happy birthday to yeah. me. Yep. Hey, you know what? Throw it up there. I'd love to hear uh, something with Bourbon Soak Live. All right, uh, but what is that? That's Juliet's show. Okay. <laughs> Drew's nose. Slim tells him. All right. He's gonna he do. went from drunk to stupid. Great. <laughs> <laughs> what a combo. <laughs> Yo. Yo, what's up? This is the Driz, and you're listening to Bourbon Soak Live. That's right. I want you to soak your balls in that fucking bourbon. Get them real salty. Yeah, fucking bourbon straight. It's a little strong for me. But if you put your balls in there, they make that bourbon real salty. And I like my bourbon with a little salt from your balls. Yeah, that's some good shit. That's what I'm saying. You drink that fucking cocktail? I call that a Drizz Balls. Yeah, drink that Drizz Balls. Yeah, it's the best cocktail you ever drank. Let me explain the ingredients to you one more time. That's a shot of bourbon. No, another shot of bourbon. So that's like two ounces of bourbons and one ball from the Drizz. Now, Two balls from the Drizz, <laughs> and you let them soak for about five minutes. Yeah, that's right. The Drizz puts his balls in your fucking bourbon for like five minutes. That's a bourbon soak drink. But what you really should be doing is listening to. The Bourbon Soaked Podcast, <laughs> produced by David the <laughs> Producer, <laughs> and hosted by Julia Miranda. <laughs> You're not going to really taste my balls that way, but it's still good for your ears. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I should have told him it was a kid's show. <laughs> yeah, there, I thought it was. Oh, oh. oh I think I just got oh, abs. That's, uh, that's, that, that's something, all right. We <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> definitely have to make sure to do that. He was oh, wow. no, she will. As a matter of fact, I think she's actually upstairs listening to <laughs> you guys live right now. I hope she recorded that so she can open every one of her shows with oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know when I go upstairs, she's gonna go. You know we're never gonna play that, right? <laughs> oh, you have to like, you have to console her because she thinks there's like party that's gonna be like we're gonna play this, we're gonna play this yeah. next week. He made this for us. We have to play this. Did you spent a lot of time writing this song for you guys? Like, it was really like I'm, I'm close friends with the Driz. I don't know if you know this. I'm a good friend with the Driz. Like he spent like weeks yeah. coming up with that for you guys. Ooh. How do you call it a song when it was as long as an album? <laughs> that was a devil. That was a devil. <laughs> he likes oh. he likes his albums to I be like extra long extra form. large. I like yeah. long form drizz sometimes. Like, like each like a drizz album is about two hours because like each song <laughs> is like thirty minutes. It's a half a week. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's doggy. Serious. It depends on how much liquor uh, the Driz has. He like, does his album in doggy. Slim or the Driz. <laughs> yeah. It's how unique. It's how he grasps his uniqueness. Yeah. I, Slambo looks scared. I've never seen Slambo look scared until that Driz song. <laughs> it was, uh, yeah. I, I, mean. th- I thought for sure that at the end he was going to slip into a little bit of Slim because he was weaving in and out in the middle of that song. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have anything to do with that Slim guy. <laughs> yeah, Driz was hanging on by a thread there. Oh, David, have you heard the rumor that you shouldn't abbreviate the year 2020 on your checks? My mom tried telling me, and I was like, what? What? She's like, you should not. What, do you think it's going to be 1920? What's she it? says people Please. She said people can uh, make it look like it was from another year. I'm like, what, time travelers? Like, what, they want to check from, like, 70 <laughs> years from now? It's going to be 2075? Like, what? What the? F- I don't. I don't understand it. But I did. I saw it in the news, and some police station is saying you shouldn't do it. It's like one of those things. It's like so. Right. Oh, what, what do you mean abbreviate? So you shouldn't write so your check for as like you write 20. A check, like or anything like eleven five twenty. It's gotta say twentwan. It's well. That's what I said. Ah. I said I'm just gonna write out twentwan. I'm just gonna write T W U N dash T W N. I won't abbreviate the numbers. Like I'm just writing twentwan. So so they the, they kind of think if you're writing twenty. You're like from the 1920s. You're like, I what could, the fuck is yeah, that? Yeah, I don't know. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. I can like, like, look at this check from 100 years ago. Either way, that check's going to get cashed, and they're still getting the fucking 75 cents that you wrote it for. Like, I, I don't get what the fuck they could get out of it. Like, <laughs> okay, first of all, I have a couple questions here. Yeah, One yeah. is, you know, it's more of a statement than anything, but uh, mm. only grandmothers and prisoners <laughs> write checks. So let's start there. I, I mean, it's, uh, it's the year 2020. Yeah, you do everything electronically, right? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, I was thinking of a new I, character for the show named Twantwan. He's like... Uh, a Twantwan? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know. One of you guys should, should audition right now for... Twan Twan. Twan Twan. Well, like, what, what, what is he? What, what is Whatever he? you want him to be. Whatever you want him to be. <laughs> Driz, He's slim. a grandfather that writes bad checks. Ooh, that's a good one. That's a good one for Twan Twan. I wrote you a check. <laughs> I bounced it. What do you want from me? Hi. <laughs> I'm Twan Twan. Why, why are all your characters German? <laughs> right? He wasn't German. No. <laughs> that is a fake 
Twan Twan. I am the real Twan Twan. That just sounds like a pedophile magician. No. <laughs> okay. Hey, but I, I like what? Keep going. No, my. Isn't that redundant? I am not a pedophile magician. Now pick a card. Any card. Oh. From my pants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was three characters. <laughs> that was Slim Driz and Twenton Magician, whatever he was. <laughs> magician. Magician wow. Slim. No. That's not the end of the trick. Look behind your refrigerator. What is that? <laughs> Do you see that? Is that a $20 bill? Or one. Oh. Or is it a one dollar bill? No, it's a twenty dollar bill. Boom. Suck my dick. Yeah. Wow, you get really <laughs> slow on liquor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is the slow interview. There's yeah. another one too. I can't believe I, I can't imagine what the next one's gonna be. David Oh do god. You, do you feel if Slamo goes to one more semester of school he's gonna be too smart for our show? Cause nah. That's a good question. He's going mm, to school. He said nah. If he graduates, yeah, Ooh. he could be the smartest guy in the room. Fuck. Well, well, he's already halfway through, so, like, what? what is a very, like, middle complicated question Ooh. that you would ask him? <clears throat> oh, let's see. Uh, is he taking any math? Oh, I was going to say meds. I, I was going to take, take any meds. Not very good. He's, he's taking meds. I'll take some meds. Give me some pills. I, I couldn't tell you anything about meds. But he's taking it. <laughs> he's taking it deep. Okay. You're, you're taking math then. I am, but I'm not doing very well. He's so one class. I'm not he's failing at it. Doing well in math. <laughs> yeah, he's not good at math. He sucks at fucking math. I do. That's so he's, he's right where he belongs. He's right where he belongs. <laughs> okay, I got a question for you. Yeah. Ooh. For a project in home economics class, Kurt is making a tablecloth for a circular table three feet in diameter. The finished tablecloth needs to hang down three inches over the edge of the table all the way around. Kirk will fold under and sew down one inch of the material all around the edge. How big of a piece does, uh, of fabric does he need? Oh, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. You want to you you be a professional inches. bug squasher? Yeah. You got to not going to have shit. something. <laughs> Come on, man. Oh, man. Don't fucking let us down. You've been going with it. I've been letting you, you go to school. I've been, I have allowed you to go to semesters. You got this. No, Prove I, I, I got to go to tutoring like next year for that because it's... What? <laughs> it's All right, just your best guess. What is your best yeah. guess? Yeah. 20? Twenty, 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 twenty-one. I feel like would no, be the answer. Right no, now. no, 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 no. What, what, what was what was the measurement again? Oh, three inches <laughs> by one by a bunch. <laughs> Repeat the question, David. <laughs> Do you want the question again? I can give it to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking, you can write some of this stuff down. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's give a pen. I'm not letting you. I don't know if you wash your hands. This is my pen. Get your own fucking pen. All right, I'm screwed. I'll even give you. He's like David. Yeah, give him a, a second. He's bringing up his note app. <laughs> he's, on, bringing uh, up his, he's, uh, he's bringing up his phone. Google so, Pad. Okay. Okay, so he, okay, he's got to okay, all right. again. Okay. Yeah. Kirk you is ready? making a tablecloth okay. for a circular table three feet in diameter. That's three feet in diameter. Now, the, 
three feet, right? So you're going to give me the, this in inches. Okay. So it's a three-foot table. The tablecloth has to hang down uh, five inches over the edge. Three times five. Fifteen. Fifteen. And also that around the edge that you're going to sew under one inch of material to create the edge. Yeah. One inch. Okay. I got about 15 inches, but I, I don't even know. Don't you wish? <laughs> 15 inches. How is that possible when three it's feet, not. there's 12 inches in a foot, <laughs> and you, the, the table is three feet? <laughs> oh. yeah, is he, yeah, no, I'm retarded in math. I'm definitely, dude, I, I've, I've, I've said this for many years. I, <laughs> so have your teachers, obviously. Oh, the, right. dude, you're not even. I'll give you the answer. Okay. Quit school. <laughs> no. Whoa. <laughs> never. He's going to the end. He's he doesn't, David, he doesn't care. He's going to have a master's degree in math, and he's still not going to be I'm not. I'm not question. going for fucking <laughs> He's going to have a math career like the Driz has a rap career. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to give you a little tip here that, uh, one, that, uh, well, I'll give you the answer. It's 48 inches, by the way, in case oh. you were wondering. I was going to say two, with your teacher. That's a question from people... Uh, Take it within their GED. That's a GED question. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bad because I, I did pass high school. I graduated. Do you teach a GED oh, class, David? A, Can we get him enrolled in your GED What a GED is. You passed high school. A GED. GED stands for good enough diploma. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Good enough. Yeah, that's like, what that means. Flambo was just like, oh, I passed high school. But, like, I graduated with Flambo. And I had some similar, <laughs> I had some yeah. similar did classes with him. And I swear to God that in our senior year of high school, both him and I have had discussions from teachers that were like, hey, you guys are just like, you're, you're getting there on the chin, the hair on your chin. Like you're you're just gonna graduate, but you're really not that good. Yeah, that so, was uh, Miller. That was Miller. And he was a drama <laughs> teacher. But it was several other teachers that both me and uh, Slambo were just like, yeah, like we look like bad teachers if we don't graduate you. So we're gonna graduate you, but you both suck. Ah, they want to look good. <laughs> they look. They look good. Yeah, you actually, look bad. actually, to my to my credit, I did do very well in biology and history. Tomato, classes. tomato, tomato, and, uh, tomato. My, uh, literature. That, what is your well, then, uh, what is your most? Next time we'll do a biology question. Then <laughs> I think you did a history. What is your most? Like what? What do you know about history? Oh, couple, couple of things. Yeah. Couple of things. <laughs> Can you like, go into detail? David, guys, <laughs> like this is. Did you 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 posted the Ricky Gervais monologue, correct? Uh, everyone did. Oh. It was the best. Was that not the best? We watched it earlier. It was fucking amazing. He fucking mm. tore them all. I don't know. How did they take it? Because I didn't see it live. Did you see it live? No, I didn't. I just saw it all, uh, you know, take place on social media the next day, and it was it was just Dude. classic. Yes. He went out in a blaze of glory. He did. He did. He I don't know. Did. I don't know how the network felt, but I saw it posted on their on their YouTube. So I guess I guess they kind of liked it. They like it rough. Yeah, it, you know what? He didn't get any backlash either. It was just the people in the room that had a problem with it. Yeah. Well, that's what uh, I was gonna ask. Like, do you, do do you think he wrote that and like 
just ran it past the producers and they were like, go for it? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Or did he did just... any of the well, actors yeah, or actresses know? Known. Right. They had to have known the jokes because they yes. beat them at the perfect times when it was live. That, okay, yeah. that's what I was wondering. Okay. Yeah, and I was so, wondering. I figured somebody at least had to be in on it. Like, yeah. I feel like he. But the but, but the people in the audience, the actors and actresses, they didn't know what he was. No, doing. they. There's no way they knew. <laughs> yeah, I agree. <laughs> Just no. the looks on some of their faces. Oh my god. god! Some of them were like, "This is hilarious." <laughs> it was like the females. <laughs> I think that were more like, "Oh, what the fuck is going on?" You could tell Tom Hanks on to just start cracking up but he was like yeah. fuck I'm Tom Hanks <laughs> like, yeah. DiCaprio was cracking yeah. up yeah. Leo and, and the Italians uh, the Pesci table had, the had Pesci, yeah. a fucking good time Martin Scorsese was laughing at the <laughs> yeah. he's like yeah I'm, I'm short small. I get it yeah. <laughs> yeah got a good point there got a good point there Ricky Gervais but he's right like Ricky is right like why are we still doing global rewards I, like it's I netflix love, and streaming and like all yeah, that is like where I we're at that. now like the props yeah. to them like that was great that was really good <laughs> it was awesome yeah. yeah uh david this was awesome i don't know if it's awesome for you but i had a fucking awesome yeah time. i'm drunk oh, it's always great coming david out, guys. david i drank a lot no <laughs> 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 Hey, it was absolutely fine. I'll have to cut up that uh, Driz oh, song, and yeah. uh, I'll try to you know put it into a 30-second segment that I'll fit into the show. So I thought it took like an hour. I'll cut it up, and I'll send it over to you guys at the Unwritable Rant, right? Perfect. All right. Perfect. You're perfect, David. You uh, thanks, perfect. guys. Love Always you. great to you know be on. Always great. Always great having you on. We will talk to you in... Uh, the no. next time. The uh, next time. Have a good one, man. We'll talk to you in the twin twin. That's As I like to say. Yeah, exactly. Sign us out, Twan Twan. It's all you, man. <laughs> all right. <laughs> David, we love you, brother. Uh, we'll talk soon. <laughs> take care, guys. You were just talking to David, the producer. He produces stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Are you looking to spice things up in the bedroom? Been fantasizing about surprising your lover with an adventurous new toy or adult movie? Well, here's an offer you won't be able to resist. Go to adamandeve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. But that's not all. Oh, no. When you select your one item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs for a little inspiration. Plus, a free extra gift so sensual, we can't mention it on the radio. And to top it all off, we'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And no, we're not teasing. So check out adamandeve.com today for this special offer. Get 50% off one item when you type ROB for the offer code upon checkout. When you do, you'll get three free DVDs, a free extra gift, and free shipping. Just use offer code ROB, R-O-B, ROB, at adamandeve.com. Hey guys, it's Ryder Doll. I know what you're thinking. With all the porn out there, who's looking for phone sex? Well... I'll tell you who. Tens of thousands of totally normal guys just like you who felt lonely or, you know, and needed something different to get them off. So whether you're curious how to make me your hot little fuck toy for the night or you're absolutely desperate to make me your girlfriend, check me out on RyderDoll.com. That's R-Y-D-E-R-D-O-L-L.com. Click the tab for deals and promotions. 
And just for hearing me on the Robin Slim Show, I'm going to hook you up with some free minutes to use in our first call. So what are you waiting for? Hit pause on the porn and visit me on riderdoll.com. I can't wait to make you blow a huge load and to blow your fucking mind. <laughs> Robin Slim Show, we are back with Tucker Booth. What up, boys? What up, What's up Tucker? Tucker? Happy New Year. Happy How, New Year. How'd yeah, you bring happy it in? Happy New Year, guys. 2020 in this month. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> Turn you your radio tonight? down. Am I, am, I, am, I, am I clear and audible on, on, the, on, the, on the mic here? I'm hearing an echo. A little echo? Uh-oh. I'm hearing myself. Let's see. Let's see. Hold on. Well, you know what it is, is that I got that Alexa Echo in the car now, dude. Oh. I got that I got that hands-free Alexa going on all the time. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. it, it's great because now when I drive around, it's like, Alexa, play me Nirvana. And she just pulls up, like, everything from Nirvana. I'm like, Alexa, cut off that Tesla for me. And she just <laughs> takes over the steering wheel. I'm like, Alexa, nice. you know... Scramble that cop's radar gun while I drive by. And <laughs> I didn't know that it, bitch man. drove. I didn't know that bitch could drive for us. She's she's amazing, man. It's funny. My my wife like two years ago bought me Alexa as a birthday gift, and it was funny because <clears throat> at the time I was so pissed off about it because what am it I felt do like with this? it was one of those gifts where like they bought it for themselves, like wife <laughs> and son kind of bought it more because they wanted it, <laughs> yeah. and then they're like trying to like like foist it on me, like see we got you Alexa. I mean, it can do all the things that you like, like play Pokemon games with you and stuff. And I'm like, this is for you, but this is not for me. And now two years later, I'm thinking about leaving my wife for Alexa, man. I think Alexa might be a better setup Ooh, for me as damn. far as, you know, a partnership goes. Yeah. I think she, she understands my needs a little better, you know. Plus, she's spying on me, so she has all the dirt on She knows, on yeah. Me. She can turn you so, in at any time. You know, yeah. That's right. I don't think I could leave her if I wanted to. She'd probably, you know, get me thrown in jail. So, you know. The, yeah, the important uh, question, Tucker, is are you into Pokemon man games? Pokemon. <laughs> Pokemon. That's Pokemon? like the, that's like the, the Pokemon South American. Pokemon is like the gangster rapper yeah. guy. Yeah. You do Skullcap. Uh, you want to see my no, Pokemon. No, man. I, I, I'm not. My son is. He's uh. 10. Yeah. He still likes it. Some I like bought it. him Pokemon yeah. Sword for his Nintendo Switch All for right. Christmas. Good game. So I know what that is. I've never played it. Um, I I would say my my outlook on Pokemon is I don't want to be like Pokemon. the biggest curmudgeon about it, but <laughs> it seems very queer, for lack of a better term. I don't mean like homosexual there. I mean yeah, more like strange, like yes. old just, English definition of yeah, queer, right. like yes. strange. Yeah, kind of strange. Just odd. You know, yeah. You keep an animal in small spheres. It's, like it's Squirtle. Maybe uh, you're not into man meat, but you may possibly Mancho? be into man meat. Yes. And it's that these cute, snuggly little things fight each other and beat the crap out of each other. That's right. what, what doesn't quite add up to yeah. me. It's like, oh, look at that little gerbil. Oh, my God, you beat the crap out of that boy. It's really weird. Weird kind of like, you know, kind of strange violence to it that just doesn't quite match the imagery. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. But I don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what's going on over there in New Jersey, boys? Oh, uh, Jersey. A lot of drink. A lot of drunk. A lot of, a lot of drunk. Drinks. A lot of drinks. I've been drinking uh, dirty martinis all night. Tucker, 
Oh lord. <laughs> a lot. Been doing double it's, shots. It's like shaken and stirred. No, 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 bro, bro. Blurred. Fucking listen, man. James Bond was wrong. <laughs> stirred. You fucking oh, stir your martini. Yes, yeah. It. Ah. James Bond was always like <laughs> shaking, not stirred. Like yeah. it's bullshit. Because if you shake it, you dilute it. You fucking stir it, it doesn't dilute as much. Ah. Yeah. Yeah, I can feel that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. My my drink of choice anymore as I've gotten older, it went from like things needing to taste sweet and all that when you're younger. You know, you yeah. want all the sugary stuff in there. Mm. Now it's just like straight bourbon to the dome. Like, yeah. you know, maybe a beer to, to kind of, like, wash it down or whatever. Mm. Yeah. But it's just straight whiskey to the dome now, dude. Dude, like, I, I'm beyond it. I've been having this conversation with all my friends. Like, when we were fucking 20, we were all drinking, like, we're like craft beers. Like, just beer. Fuck liquor. We're just drinking beer. We're all, like, 31, 32 now. And we're like, let's take a shot of whiskey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's 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 both. It's that one. Let's cut to the chase. Why why do six to twelve when you could just do one to three yeah. and get to the same yeah. spot? Yeah. And and then also it's a calorie thing because like I'm forty now. I just turned forty this year, and like when you're twenty, you can drink like twenty four beers and you don't gain weight. Like yeah. you, I might even lose a pound hanging out that night. I gotta wake up like, hey man, my pants fit even better than they did yesterday. <laughs> now it's like I don't. I don't even want to think about how much I just consume calorie-wise. I mean, a 24-pack is like doing 24 slices of bread to the head, dude. Like, I mean, come on. Uh, we're, we're, we're getting to the point where you got to think about these things. You know, a couple shots get you there, and you don't have to feel like you're ballooning out yes. the entire time, you know? Gotcha, gotcha. That's like my, my buddy, uh, my good friend Jay, is the same age as me. We're both 31, and he's like... I'm gonna. My girlfriend wants to do this keto diet, diet. So like, I gotta cut out carbs, so I can't drink beer anymore. And I'm like, dude, you can't. Like, that's not your personality. He's like, no, no, no. I got a bottle of whiskey. And I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I can do this. I got the fucking whiskey. Yeah. That's very keto friendly. The old whiskey bottle. Yeah. yeah. yeah He's like, you're right. Spirit of that. I'm not gonna drink beer anymore. I'm gonna drink whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Well, you damn. know, it's funny you mentioned keto, though. My wife went out at the beginning of the new year and she bought all this healthy stuff. You know, we were kind of doing the whole new year resolution thing. And, you know, I had kind of gone on this roller coaster the last few years. Like about two years ago, I never step on scales. I'm just kind of, I have like an issue with like doing that. I don't like to kind of judge myself based on the number. But like mm. two years ago, I, I was working out a lot and I got on a scale at a buddy's house one day. And I was down to 200 pounds, and I'm six foot two guy, so 200 pounds is like fighting shape for me anyway. Yeah. And I'm and I'm like, wow, all the way back to 200. I've been here since probably college or whatever. <laughs> now, flash forward about a year and a half later, and I stepped on a scale probably for the first time since, and it was like 269. <laughs> like hey, I had gotten all the way back up, and so. Over the last uh, six months, I have carved myself back down. I, I haven't mm -hmm. stepped on a scale, but I know I've dropped probably like 30, 40 pounds. So wife's like, okay, you know, let's do this. It's getting, you know, getting New Year's shape. I'm going to get a bunch of, you know, keto stuff, power uh, bowls, 
you know, some power bowls that we can make and some quinoa and, you know, cauliflower rice and all this stuff. Ah. Dude, all I got to say is I don't mind all the keto diet. Like, I have some other friends that are doing it, too. I actually think it's pretty tasty. But I'll tell you one thing, boys. It is explosive. Mm. That's the only word I can use. What do you mean explosive? On the toilet It is explosive. Every time that I go to the throne, it is a bomb blast up there, dude. See, no, bro. I had a complete opposite. You had, like, the dark matter. You had the little pellets? I, I had the complete opposite. Well, no, it wasn't that. Like, when oh. I was I was doing a little different, I guess, and I, I, I was doing the primal diet, which is similar to uh, keto, but not the same thing. It was a little different, like, a little more carbs, I guess. And I was just doing, like, salads a day, bro. And I was shitting out the healthiest turds every man can ever imagine. Green and I mean, tapered? Dude, green and just huge. Like, Whoa. yeah, like 12, Healthy logs? 12 foot green logs. And I was to a point Log. where I could just, like, wake up, eat a salad, and not have to eat anything the rest what? of the day. Yeah, it was bizarre. Then why did you revert? These turds, these turds were gonna get like <laughs> great life insurance premiums. <laughs> they were gonna take over. These turds were gonna take Phenomenal. over and fucking kill us all. Like that's that's what, what the next step is. That's like well, the Terminator I really, I really shit. That we're talking about crap. On this <laughs> interview with you guys. I, I feel like this is something I have great knowledge of. So, you know, I can help. Keto explosive craps. Just letting you guys know. You know, Slim's green line. Well, like, listen, I listen. I went and played tennis with my buddy about 45 minutes Great. after eating one of these keto lunches or whatever. <laughs> and we're like at tennis, and I'm like rearing back to serve, and I'm like feeling like I got to cut one. Like a perfect And I'm like, I have to hold this. I have to hold this gas <laughs> because this is going to be a shark. Like, I swear, this is going to be like. I'm sorry, so, man. I got I, I got to tap out on this. Hey, what are you talking about, man? I'm sorry, dude. You know, technical difficulties. Oh, gravy go. leg. Oh, uh, gravy leg. Talker, like, you're saying explosive <laughs> craps. Are you talking about, like, just diarrhea, or are you talking about meaty green logs? I'm talking about fire hose, bro. I don't know what you oh, want to call it. I call yeah. it fire hose. It's just, it's That's, just you know, insane. You know? You're, you're doing something wrong. Oh, man. Because, oh, <laughs> yeah. oh. like, well, I'm telling you, man, I, I had, bro, I had, when I was doing keto, it was just solid green. I want to see both logs. tweeting at your logs for the next week, and I uh, will have Slambo <laughs> Judge. I will have Slambo Judge your BMs. I think <laughs> come, on, come on over to Twitter page. Oh, you guys well. can take a look at my movements. My I, I, I think you know, Tucker, my DMs for a Tucker is Tucker like, versus Slim 2020. So, Tucker is doing, like, a little bit of keto, and then he's like, I'm just going to eat this fucking cake and oh. candy and ice cream. And then oh. he's like, why is this all, well, like, if I have my ring, like, if I could just eat whatever I wanted, whenever I wanted, I would live on a steady diet of hummus and turkey jerky. Dude, and bro. And I'd probably live for about three weeks. No, 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 bro. Bro. No. What you just described is a perfect diet. Oh, it's like if you a perfect turd. Perfect turd. If you ever looked I don't know about into perfect turds, but it's a perfect diet. <laughs> it is a good diet. If you <laughs> ever looked into like in the hummus and just yeah. eat it that way, man, it's amazing. So so primal. I don't know if you've ever looked into primal blueprint, which is before like keto. And primal blueprint was just like we're gonna eat what the cavemen eat. Oh. So like as long right. as you're not eating any meat, you're good. So if you're just eating like hummus and 
what was the other thing you said? Turds. Turkey jerky, man. Turd turkey jerky. Turkey turkey jerky is meat. You're just eating hummus, which is just fucking like peas and beans or whatever the fuck, and yeah. like fucking turkey. Like you're good. Where bro. does ramen fall into this? Because ramen's it's, good. It's out of those. It's not. It's not in this. What about the ramen diet, bro? It's ramen diet. Oh, you're talking about molten ramen diet undergrad diet. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, like primal blueprint it's just fucking like meat and DNA, and a lot of DNA. lot of didn't deny coming at your right, face a lot of money shots. Legs. <laughs> yeah. All good, man. A lot of protein. <laughs> a lot of lot money of shots. Eggs, Tucker. bacon. <laughs> Tucker. Before he yes, eggs and bacons yes. everywhere. What is uh what is rappers don't golf? Okay, so we're, we're, we're doing this whole new blog thing now. I don't know if I even talked about it last time I called in, so, I don't think uh, so. forgive me if I'm repeating myself, but I now am a full-time staff writer for FromTheBackTees.com, which is a golf website that is out of Canada, but it has its roots in America now, too. We have built a staff. I was one of the first people they brought on board. It's about 12 writers now. And we cover all things unfiltered golf, which is kind of a niche. It's not like we're the only ones. Barstool Sports now has their whole kind of golf division, the foreplay cast. And, you know, there's there's some other people that are starting to get in on this. No Laying Up is another golf site that does a lot of kind of unfiltered stuff. But basically, golf has had this reputation for so long of being very gentlemanly and very buttoned up and very cordial and very not wild boy hot take-ish and we're kind of taking it there to the humorous uh-uh. hot take-ish kind of level rappers don't golf specifically is my column name and it's also my hashtag on twitter and instagram and if you guys type in rappers don't golf i am the only one that's on it uh the way i got the name because that's always the first thing whenever i tell somebody i got a blog called rappers don't golf they're like what the hell does rappers don't golf mean here's what it means guys Back when I was still cranking out rap records and you know making that kind of one of my main deals that I was doing, I also was really getting into golfing. And so oftentimes online, on social media, in between my you know, posts about my music, I was sharing stuff about golf. Hey, watching Tiger Woods on the ninth hole. Oh, my gosh, she just did a birdie putt. Or, you know, sharing some Golf Digest article about here's five ways to improve your swing plane or whatever just nerdy dorky (laughs) stuff about golf and one of these guys i was playing on my uh podcast that was this rapper guy one day like two days before christmas just explodes on my timeline going what the fuck is all this golf shit about man fuck all this shit you clown good Rappers don't golf, man. Just stick to fucking rap shit. Fuck this golf bullshit. Just flips out on me. He must have had a wow. few dirty martinis himself. Oh, but he's yeah. flipping out. And <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, uh, I don't know about you, he's but a I'm a rapper and I golf. And he's like, fuck you, clown. Fuck this bullshit. So oh. basically, I wish the troll a Merry Christmas. He then <laughs> proceeded to block me. And I'm sitting there on the couch going, rappers don't golf. Oh. Damn, that's fire, dude. I'm with it. Like that. And it just came to me like, I, first I was going to do an album. It actually is a song title on this upcoming album, which I want to talk to you guys about too. Yes. The Rappers Don't Golf is going to be a song on the new album coming out too. But just run it into Twitter, Instagram. We got videos. <laughs> we've got blogs. It is a weekly blog now. 
And I've also cranked out about uh, three long reads. Like the last one was 15,000 words, boys. Long nice. read biographies about people in the industry and their history. And it's, you know, it's deep. It's, it's a lot of it's kind of crazy stuff. Um, but I, I'm, I'm finding this crazy inroad into the golf television world and <laughs> they all know me man espn wow. knows me i just interviewed That's what I thought. golf writer last week i thought you did you know, some the, of the golf event. channel knows me they all know me now yes. i'm like this crazy like outsider that managed to find my way in by That's being a cool. rapping golfing d-bag i don't know just how to a, a that, fucking that, hater a hater like fuck you rappers don't golf and you just embraced it i love it i love it <laughs> You know, I, I know plenty of rappers do golf, rock stars mm -hmm. golf, every, everybody golfs. Once you got money, you golf. And, you know, I don't have a lot of money, but I got enough money to go down to the municipal course up the street from my house or whatever. Right. You know, I'm not joining a country club yet, but, you know, if I had money, I would. You what about know? the Drizz? I mean, you would. The Drizz. Would you, know? you Drizz? Yo, what up? Yo, what up, Tucker? Yo. You fucking wrong, bro. Oh, snap, the Drizz just came in. He, oh, bro, yeah. he just walked in. Tucker. Bro, I just want to tell you, you're wrong. Rappers do golf. Oh, really? You would never join a country club, man? You hate no, golf? No, I'm telling you, rappers do golf. Yeah, I got the oh, song. Yeah, you I got, got a the, song for you. I got the song uh, to approve it. Yeah. Oh, yeah? So let me tell you about a little fucking thing. One time, I went fishing. I threw the fucking fucking rail out there and I didn't catch anything. What is this shit? One time I played some baseball. I hit a couple of uh, balls and it just didn't seem very rewarding. One time I went to a pool to bar <laughs> and we played some fucking pool. There was like a pool table there. And, like, I had to wait about, like, six or seven hours. These guys were really good. And then there was this guy that went up, and I fucking was like, yo, I'm the Drizz. I'm really good at pool, and I fucking owned him. Yeah, I fucking owned him in pool. And then the guys that played pool with me were like, yo, Drizz. And I'm like, yo, what up, pool guys? And they were like, do you know how to golf? And I'm like, yo, I'm a fucking, fucking pro golfer. Yeah, until we got in some golf courts, carts, and we fucking drove to the nearest golf court. Yeah, I got out and I was like, yo, bro, you show me how you golf. And that guy, he took like a nine iron and he fucking shot a fucking golf ball and it didn't go anywhere. And I was like, yo, watch this shit. And I got my putter out and the hole. It wasn't that far away. I don't know why that other guy missed it. I was like, let me show you how you do this with a putter. And I fucking put that fucking ball. And it went into the hole in one. And I was like, fuck. Why don't you guys show me how to do that shit? And they were like, well, Driz, that was pretty amazing. I was like, all right, we're on hole two. Yeah, they went to hole two. Yeah, and they pulled out their nine irons, and they were like, watch this, Driz. And they hit the ball, and it didn't go far. And then the other guy hit the ball, and it didn't go far. But I, w but I like, went up, and I hit, like, a baseball bat. Yeah, fucking baseball bat. Yeah, and I hit the fucking ball, and I was a home one. Yeah. And they were like, what the fuck, Driz? How did you get a home one? And I was like, bro, 
You chose the nine iron and I chose the baseball bat. <laughs> and the baseball bat was clearly better. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> I was going to ask what bat are you? I'm glad I didn't. Okay. I was about to say, I don't know if that's rappers do golf or autistic people do golf. I don't know which one it was. Drunken. Thinks he can golf and stuff. Brain damage. Oh, my God. That's... I swear, he sounds like one of those special guys from the Shriners Hospital. Or that was a special. Take out just to, you know, get him out of the hospital for a couple hours, you know? Put a fez hat on him and stick him in a golf cart, man. Buy him a Happy Meal. Fuck. Fuck. Just yeah. get him out. Just get him out for a bit. Just get him out of my sight. <laughs> All right, here. I'll drop a freestyle for you, man. Here's my here's my rebuttal to that. Ah. What I got for you tonight, okay? Cool. Driz, you're about to get rolled. I'm about to stick it in you like Tiger did 18 gaping holes. Man, you sound like you smoke too much weed. I know that you cheat. I call you Pat Reed. But don't get me started. You're already departed. I saw you and that cart girl hanging out in the cart, kid. But when you reached up her skirt, she wasn't a lady. All you found were two golf balls and a handful of gravy. Now stop what you're doing. It's I'm about to ruin the image and the golf style that you're used to. It looks funny. But y'all making money, see? And I could surely beat the hell out of this dude, bruh. So what you need? More examples of this? I fucking throw in an eagle and then throw up a fist. He talks about baseball, calling me Carlton Fisk. Every time I'm in the golf course, your money gets frisked. Now, one more, give y'all an assist. When you're out there with me, you're bound to get dissed. Because when it comes to this, I'm the genesis. Hanging out at the palace age, and I know that it's true. So it's Tuck Booth. You know where you at. Rappers don't golf. It's a motherfucking pack. And even if they did, they'd still get attacked. Because I told Jack Nicholas I want my golden bear back. That's what you get. Yo, play me a beat. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> He's coming back. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> Yo, Tucker. You were like, bro, I can't play some fucking golf. I know. I get it. You don't got no muscles like I got. So you were like, Yo, let's go to the library. And we'll get a group of kids together and we'll tell them a story. And Tucker, you were like, Yo, kids. Don't you think I'm the best? And the kids were like, Yeah, Tucker, are you the best? And then I was like, fucking move, Tucker. And I was like, yo, kids, I'm the Driz. And I got some ketchup. And they were like, we fucking love ketchup. And I was like, yeah, you love ketchup. You ever mix it with mayo? And those fucking kids were like, yeah, ketchup and mayo. This is a new discovery. This is fucking great. And I was like, what do you think of Tucker? And they were like, well, he didn't do much. I was like, yeah. <laughs> Wow! Oh, wow! Flavor. Mail bars, man. You took those kids. How to much was respond to that? <laughs> Serve them. I bow. I tap out, man. I tap out. Dude, <laughs> you didn't. Nobody big, thought he was coming with right that. There. No one thought he was coming it with that. It started out painfully slow. Yeah, <laughs> but then so he much. just <laughs> ketchup and mayonnaise. Fuck. <laughs> 
Wow. Dang. That's Thousand Island. That's, right a, that's there. a straight secret sauce right there, dude. That's Russian. Oh, Max sauce. Thousand Island, yeah. <laughs> wow. Tucker, it's been amazing talking to you and not hearing the drizz, but talking to you has been great, Tucker. And we're going to find you. Thank you. Thank you for tolerating this. Oh, no. You know how it goes. A quick yeah. shout out before I got to jump, man. All I can say is there's a lot of free music online. I've got about six albums for free download in their entirety cool. from my hip hop collection at Tucker Dale Booth Music dot bandcamp dot com tucker dale booth dale is d-a-l-e b-o-o-t-h music dot bandcamp dot com check them out free to everyone on there like seven albums on there six of them are my rap one of them is my kids rock albums called tot rock cool check that out and of course check out rappers don't golf hashtag on twitter and go to fromthebacktees.com. We actually have a link on there that says Rappers Don't Golf. You can read all my articles there. We got one dropping every single Friday in this new year. So go check out. The last one's called Eyes on Our Balls. A lot of really fun stuff on there, man. A lot of fun stuff. Nice. And uh, appreciate you guys having me on. Robin Slim you. Show, represent. I'll uh, hit you guys back soon and, and, and see how you're doing, man. I will Stay be safe. looking forward to it. You too, my friend. That's right. We will talk yeah, soon. Don't, don't let Driz get too sloppy, man. Oh, Otherwise, it's too late. A straight jacket or whatever. Too late for sloppy. It's really sloppy. Hit him with yeah. the ketchup and the mayonnaise, man. I'll talk up to it. You ever have a big and tasty? All right, peace out, brother. Yeah, All right. Have a good one, man. Have a good one, Tucker. Peace, peace, who's sons out? Mayonnaise and ketchup. Wavy, you got this some shit. Well, I don't think you like Wavy. Nah, he's a fucking pizza. Well, then why are you trusting him to sign us out? I'm going to sign you out. You were Yo, fuck you. Yo, shut the fuck up, bro. Fuck you. I got this. <laughs> You're signed I got out. this. This is the Rob and Slim show, bro. That's what you've been listening to. Past two hours. I like it. And you should too. Yeah, he thought that. And you all. need to too. Shut the fuck up. He's a pedophile. <laughs> and, and you need to tune in next week, bro. You fucked a lot of kids in the ass. No, nah, no, nah, he's just Dude. projecting, bro. He's nah, I know because past, I, bro. I hang out with those kids. He, oh yeah, that, that's why he <laughs> hangs out with kids, bro. <laughs> and they're like. <laughs> Well, if you put a dick in my ass, and I'm like, the fuck the kid. He's, <laughs> he's outing himself, dudes. <laughs> Behind his ketchup stand, bro. <laughs> Goodbye. Fuck this! It's done! Yeah, because I said it's done! I'm the one who said it was done. I said Go it was on, done you little hysterical. You just repeat everything I say, you little fucking mockingbird. Oh, okay, I'll say something you haven't said. I hope you die, bitch. You're already dead. You're already fucking dead. No, I'm not. You're just saying that I'm the one who's alive because I'm standing here. You're dead because you're walking away. Fuck you. You're dead. I'll see you in fucking hell someday. Keep walking, sassy pants. This has been a Fat Moles Radio production. To hear more shows like this, go to soundcloud.com slash Radio. 
Wash your face is coming straight to your ears. A podcast network that's changing gears. Bringing fresh, funky pods with a fresh, funky beat. A family of pods that are bringing the heat. There ain't no stopping us. Keep coming back to us. Sick ass pods that'll make you hush. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face. www. Hush your face.